Hello, this is Zan, and this is what happened last time. At Prince Home Cathedral, for the first time, I allowed my protective necklace to be removed and blessed, and had a vision of darkness infesting the sanctity of the church. In what was certainly a fight, Holg retrieved his brother with the help of Merc, Relop, and a dwarven bard named Darwin. We then met at the Dearborn Inn, and after we shared stories with Darwin, he volunteered to escort Holg's family tomorrow to their new life south of Prince Holm. We retired to our rooms with plans to head west in the morning, and I was awakened by a masked intruder in my room. Lucan, Holg, and Darwin came to my aid, and after defeating him, we removed his mask, discovering it was Sovadon, the cultist traitor of the Steely Troop. Lucan, you're standing above Sovadon. Next to you is sort of this glowy, invisible version of Holg, just kind of a shimmering outline of him. And your sister is sort of curled up in the corner almost after the fight. And the spell apparently disappears, or the invisibility spell apparently disappears on Holg, and suddenly he's just, he's visible but glowy. And you see Zan look up for just a second, and it drops, and he's sort of back to normal. Sovran's laying there. He's got the mask next to him. You know, somebody sort of kicked it off of him. He's still got the same scars down his face. You know, he's a Saradin like you, Lucan. But he's, he was scarred at the time that you met him. He doesn't really look the same. He looks aged. His eyes are all sunken, dark around his eyes. His cheeks are sort of shrunken in. His temples almost look dark. He's got kind of a Emperor Palpatine sort of feel to him. He's changed somehow. Hulk's gonna walk over and kind of like poke him with the sword. Is this Sovadon? It was Sovadon, but I actually sensed that he was a fiend now, which obviously I, we didn't get that when we were first around him. Cultists can do that? Apparently. Do you know if the guy you fought on the roof, do you think it was him? Uh, I don't think he was the guy on the roof. Is definitely someone else. I don't know who it was. Did you get a look at the face of the person on the roof? It's kind of hard to do when you're getting stabbed. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But I'll try to make a note next time. Hey, can you get your Lucite sword out? And Lucan looks at his soul sword, kind of spot checks to see the tallies. You have both lost a tally in your sword. Oh, man. What's wrong? I see one went away, just like mine. Right, how are we supposed to keep our leaderboard going? <laughs> That's not what it's meant for, Holt. <laughs> Come on now. I don't understand the point of it. What's the point of keeping track of your kills if you're just going to erase them anyway? It's to remind you to not kill. Okay. Anyway, I think you should probably check on your sister. I'm going to go double check my family. I wonder if we should decapitate him. I know that sounds terrible, but he looks like he's already come back from the dead once. I'm going to let you do that. Lucan cuts his head off. I get out of there before he does that. Zan, are you okay? She's not saying anything. She's got her legs like clutched to her chest, and her head is in between her knees, and she is shaking. Lucan puts his arm around her to comfort her. Um, yeah, she's still, she's still bleeding a little bit, and she's not really doing anything to help herself with it. And you know she has the issue where she tends to overbleed. She's had that problem since childhood. He's going to use Cure Wounds. How much damage do you have on Probably about 20-ish. Okay, he's going to use a second uh, level spell slot for okay. it. So you will heal 
10 damage. So you'll see a few of them seal up on her, but And then she's I, I guess I could, just, I could just use my other ones, too. If you want. So we'll go again. This time it's 11. That should be plenty. And you're good? Okay. Yeah, she'll back to full. So everything's closed, but her clothes are all bloody. And... I won't leave it the rest of the night, Zan. We'll, we'll stay together. It's a good thing I didn't sell the sword. Lance is laughing. She isn't. <laughs> <laughs> Everything will be all right, but seems like we have people hunting us now, not cultists hunting us. So getting out of here, strangely enough, I want to get out of here soon. It's my fault. Why would it be your fault? I took the necklace off for only a few minutes, and it, I saw everything. You did? What? What'd you take the necklace off for? I had to have it enchanted to do a spell, and you were talking to Father in the cathedral, and I saw it. That's why you were kind of uh, dazed afterwards, isn't it? She's nuts. Well, that's all right. That's all right. Just we'll we'll get through this. We'll uh, be on high alert, and we'll be we'll be jetting soon. I don't know what a jet is, but <laughs> if there was one, we'd be doing it. We will be one. So, so. She's going to kill me. No, she won't. Not if I'm here. One of your cousins, Emil, is standing in the doorway. We heard the yelling. Does, do we need to call it the city watch? Yeah, he looks I down think at so. Beheaded body laying there. <laughs> it wouldn't be a bad idea. There's a cultist that got into the room. A not cultist. Sort of lingers for a second and then walks back down the hallway. City Watch is going to come help, so again, we'll we'll be on high alert. Shields nod. And then Holger, are you still in the room? Nope. Nope. No. He went off okay, to check so on his just Sam and I. Okay. He's he's not going to leave. He's just going to. He's actually going to keep a real close eye on his sword to see if it alerts him and are you going to see if it glows. Are you going to check the body? Oh, yeah, that'd be a good idea. I guess I'll, I guess I'll go check the body. Thanks, GM. <laughs> yeah, thank you. It's just laying there, right? Yeah. In, in addition to the mask, he has two potions of healing on him, you know, uh, Mother's Milks. And he also has a potion of climbing on him. They're, they're fairly common, so you kind of recognize it right away. Kind of looks like layers of sediment or something inside the vial. He's got 19 gold. It's kind of mixed, but... Okay. Effectively 19 gold. And then he also has a, a loose necklace on him. Like it was in a pouch. You actually had to kind of, you're feeling around a little bit. Okay. And you find it kind of in the linings of, of his cloak. And you pull it out and it's gold and it has two wings coming coming away from themselves. And they and you sort of hold it up and, and Zan is right there. And you see that it's it looks very similar to Zan's necklace. Really? Look at this, Zan. I wonder if this is an item that tracks... Well, no, that wouldn't make sense. Huh. I don't know. We'll have Relop take a look at this. Is that is that mine? Looks a lot like it. You kind of feel up and yours yeah. is on. Yeah, she is grasping it. All right. You can figure out maybe this one is different. It got switched or something. Yeah, we'll um, we'll have Relop take a look tomorrow. Oh, you get back to the room that your parents are in. Everything seems to be fine. Darwin hasn't moved. He's standing there with his axe. And, you know, he just kind of asks you about what, what's been happening over there. And he's looking for any details you can give him so that he can record it. I explain who Sovadon was 
and that he apparently came back to uh, try and get revenge on us. Sovadon. And he was one of the St- Steely Troop, right? Yes. With that Wobber Waggle Hall. Correct. He's oddly good with names. Well, I think we're waiting outside of your parents' room a little longer this evening. Yeah, yeah, that's, uh, I mean, if you need to rest, go ahead. I'm, I'm going to be up probably the rest of the night. Oh, I'm sure I can, I can make it through a few more hours. Thank you. All right, so the twins are going to stay together. Merck and Realop, you're just going to sleep through the night, I'm assuming. <laughs> nobody got us. <laughs> well, what's it like if nobody got you? How's that feel? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> you love it? <laughs> They've been doing too much the last three episodes. It's fine. They can never <laughs> They're tired. <laughs> you guys just go on without us. They're real fine. tired. We'll Dan, you, you get enough of a rest. It's hard. Yeah. It's hard to get yourself back to sleep, but you get yeah. you do get enough to kind of get your spells together. Oh. You guys definitely do feel like this was a turning point for you. Like you all, Lucian has gifted you with some some new insights. And you felt that coming on, and you know when you wake up, you'll be you'll be seventh level. And so as you're th- you're thinking, you're trying to kind of keep track of these new thoughts and set these spells in your mind. And at the same time, you just keep seeing flashes of things and this you know blade and this person standing over you with this white mask. And you even have little shots, you know, just as you're going falling asleep, you get little shots of the the bandits on the road that yeah. Lucan went after, and just everything sort of hitting you at once. And when you do sleep, it's still sort of fitful. There's not, you know, I'm not about to go into a big narrative of what you dream, <laughs> but you, you know, it's just unsettling, you know, just dark images and see episodes one through 21. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just like the comics, you just, know, just tell you which right, issues right. to read, so, which is literally all of it. Lucan's going to stay up all night and keep watching. Oh, wow. Does, does he see and you her see that she's moving around a lot? Kind of fitful and. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. And at some point, he went and got his armor on and his new helmet. <laughs> Hold, you are sitting. I'm sorry, were you about no, 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 to make a drop? I was making a joke. <laughs> You're sitting yeah. out, outside with Darwin, and Darwin is. He's been sitting and, and tinkering around with this with this song that, that you guys were messing with. And, you know, you get the impression that he's not taking it very seriously. He's just having fun. But he, he calls it the Ode to the Odiferous. And he's Great. Um, Great. You know, a lot of it's just been really kind of silly. But he's he's just sort of throwing out things. And, like, throughout before this whole happened, you know, you kept going back and forth with you just say something that came to mind. And he'd try to find – he you know, he had a good way of – turning it into a uh, like kind of a rhyme scheme or sort of giving some meter to it and you're having some fun with that and as you are kind of laughing at the latest thing that he brought up he kind of looks at you sort of slack jawed for a second and then just goes thump next to you head on the <laughs> on the wood just falls over big beard sort of slagging down and immediately just starts snoring and you see that there's a little dart sticking out of his neck oh <laughs> my goodness right. I was afraid our bard had narcolepsy <laughs> we forgot to add that why didn't that come up last time <laughs> oh. and as soon as you see that happen you also recognize that there's you know from the direction that the dart came you see a, little, a figure come up and he puts his hood down it's almost he's coming he might have been but he, it's like he's coming out of the darkness you know like coming out of being invisible almost and it's the halfling that you would talk to on the docks yeah. and he sits plops himself down much like he did at the docks when he grabbed a fishing pole and he goes don't worry about him he'll be fine he needed some rest okay i suppose now you're interested in information even though i had to go ahead and save my family well we figured that maybe you might be willing to part with the extra copy that you made 
for some gold. It won't be the amount of gold that it would have been if we were the only ones getting it. I don't blame you. In fact, I wanted to be sure that you were aware that you do have competitors with the same information. We're, we're aware. We've figured out. We got a little bit behind at one point there, but we're, we're, we're on this. Okay. So, as far as I'm concerned, it doesn't seem that that information is going to be of any use to you personally. Nope. So, if you were willing to trade that out to me, there'd be 50 platinum in it for you. And I know that you just lost a lot of money with that disc that they got a hold of. Uh, that I did. About 25 platinum and a favor I can call in later. Hmm. And the promise that you guys will put a squeeze on Nautic every chance you get. He stands up, puts his hand out. Deal. Alright. Shake his hand and slide over an envelope with the copies. Okay. little bag of coin gets dropped in your in your hand as he passes it over takes a very quick glance as it at it as he sort of slips it behind it under his cloak and says you should probably roll him over and then puts his hood up and darts off I'm gonna go ahead and turn Darwin on his side a little bit <laughs> prop him up a little just about that time the guard does show up and you hear some commotion going on down there and you see some of this familiar the guards in, in silver armor and kind of steepled helmets coming through which for Holg that's always a little bit of a it's always <laughs> great here we go again like, oh here they come <laughs> but they come in and they talk to apparently the innkeeper you see them down in the courtyard Holg and then they they do come and Lucan you you get a knock on the door she starts like as the moment the knock happens yeah he gets all ready to well yeah he, he opens the door Okay, um, it's Lieutenant Huell. He's got long, wavy, dark hair. He's got that steepled helmet on. You dealt with him long, long ago. Well, it seems like long ago, back with the Leave trial. Says good morning, Huell. Good morning. He's a Saradin, by the way. Just as a reminder, he's. You don't see a lot of Saradin among the City Watch. So you got yourself a cultist there. Yeah. Do you mind if I take a look? You go right ahead. He walks in, ma'am. She just nods to him. His name is Sobadon. He used to be part of the Steely Troop, but uh, he is not what he used to be. What's the Steely Troop? Is that common knowledge or not? Or is that I forget? It just depends on if you know. It would it would be. And who did the, they? It, who Luc- hired the Steely Troop? Lucite stories would have that. Like they basically worked for the church, but that was in Lucidum. And this is secular things. The City Watch. Yeah, is, okay, the okay. City Watch in Prince Holm is not the church. Gotcha. It's, yep, it's separate. Yep. It's okay. It's a little different in. The in like the other big Lucite towns, but in Prince Prince Holm's so big that they have an actual sure. police force. Yeah, uh, the Steely Troop is a group that the church uses in Lucidum to help out with certain things. And this guy betrayed the church around Night's Day. How did he end up here? We have no idea. So he actually was arrested in Lucidum, but then ended up vanishing. So apparently he tracked us down. Yeah, it looks like he's got his wish. He kind of goes over and he's looking him over and he sees the knock tattoo on his arm, and which may or may not have been there at that time. You know, So it looks like it's under control. Do you want us to get this body out of here? That would be great. Thank you very much. Huel, leave the head. <laughs> People say, I'm dark. Yeah. Excuse me? Uh, Zan, why would you want the head? I want answers. And she'll just roll over in the bed. Now, the spell says that they need a mouth, but they don't have to be intact, right? Nope. Okay. 
We'll dispose of the head later, Huel. <laughs> <laughs> he says that. Uh, I love leaving you to explain this. <laughs> 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 I have no problem with that at all. Do I have another tally on my sword? <laughs> I have five tallies. He tells you where, where, which Undertaker they'll bring it to. All right. And says, you know, bring it there. Be on high alert because I'm just worried that there may be more of them out there. Oh, I would imagine. You were in Lucidum when Night's Day happened? Yes, I was. My sister and I. I hear it was worse there. It was crazy. We will put it at that. Did you hear our song? (laughs) (laughs) This this isn't the first cultist that I've seen show up in the middle of the night somewhere, and I'm sure it won't be the last. I got a quick question for you. Did you guys see any goblins, pit goblins, in this area during Night's Day? Pit goblins? Yeah. No? Okay. Mm -mm. There were cultists, but I don't know that I saw goblins. Yeah, down in Lucidum, there were pit goblins. Like pit goblins, like... Like from the fairy tales, yes. Hmm. Well, I'm not going to be surprised anymore. That's a good way to think these days. Thank you very much for everything. You should probably throw a sheet on all that blood. Will do. Yeah, he'll, st- he'll start cleaning up what he can. Take care of yourself. You too, Yule. All right. We've reached the morning. Um, I would <laughs> assume I don't get a short rest, correct? So I'm just... Um, in fact, yeah, if you stay up all night, we're, yep. you're going to end up with, with a level, what do you call that? Point of exhaustion. Point of exhaustion, which Holg would oh. be there too. All right, morning. All right, morning comes. Right it is beautiful out there. Not a cloud in the sky. Birds are chirping. There's a bunch of blood hastily smeared <laughs> off of the floor in the twins' room. <laughs> and a head sitting in the corner, Ooh. facing the corner, I'm assuming. You don't want him staring at you all night, did you? No. So we, <laughs> so we close the eyes on it, probably. They drape the, the blanket over it. It's on a yeah. bike, and I'm walking around town. Yeah, just carrying it. When Zam wakes up, Lucan does say, he kind of mentions to Zam, like, how beautiful of a morning it is to try to kind of help get more comfortable with. Why didn't you sleep? I don't want another one of these things coming after us. You and me both? But that's what the sword's for, right? Yeah, but... I mean... He got Silver got to you even with the sword, so I wasn't gonna let anything get to us at all tonight, so You're gonna be useless for writing today. Ha, we'll see. We'll see. I need to get cleaned up. Because you know, she's covered in bloody clothes and just fell asleep in it. <laughs> Is there like a bathhouse part to this, like to where she can get cleaned up or something? I mean not a full bathhouse, yeah, but, but there's just... yeah, something like a wash. A place that has, like, a washroom with, like, a tub or something in it so yep. she can kind of clear herself off. Xan, mm-hmm. were you wanting to talk to this head, I'm yes, assuming? Yes, after I, we get ready. Do you want to do that before you clean up? Because <laughs> this might get kind of gross. You want to do it here? I was going to take it, you know, out and off the grounds a little bit, but... Oh, I don't, I don't think that's a good idea. I think we do it here. All right. Yes, then I'll do that first. So she'll sit down with it. <laughs> Lucan like has a sword drawn, like ready yeah. to hit the head if She's it like, starts talking. Yeah. Or if, it, <laughs> if he sees I, anything I creepy, think you actually pull the skin off the face and put that on. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm not some dumb it is, it is Saradin, so that would probably work in the what we know of the magic. That'd be well. our next. Yeah, yeah <laughs> our next Saradin mask. mask that the Saradins have. I want to taste it. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> God. I have to cut all that out. All right. As, so as close the door. Yeah, close the door <laughs> to the room. I don't want anybody seeing this morbid scene. So just the two of you in there. Yeah. Yeah, she'll have it, like, sitting on a chair. And then she will <laughs> put her sword 
like right next to it and use it as the arcane focus of casting speak with the dead. Okay. Any special words or anything? Uh, I didn't know if you had thought of it. I had not thought of it. I was even, I wasn't even sure whether or not Lucite clerics would be able to cast that sort of spell, but I'm, I'm assuming it does because a lot of the resurrection spells in that are also necromancy, which is weird. Mm -hmm. So from the perspective of being necromancy, it's apparently fine, and I'm you know, sure. I think it's okay. Do you have any regions you have to use for it? My sword is a holy you, focus. You're not actually bringing okay. him back. You're just yeah. Talk, asking you some re questions. you reinvigorate so the body, and it can know what it knows, but it doesn't have to speak truth. It right. can just do whatever sure. it's going to. But do. But you know what I mean. Like I don't think that the <clears throat> church would be upset with you for that. Because there might be no. times where you need to talk to like a victim. Yes. So I think like from a cop a standpoint, it might come up. But she's never cast it before, so she's trying to figure out how to do it. So I'm assuming she'll she's going to put the sword kind of next to the head. The head's going to be like on a chair she'll be kneeling in front of it and she'll just be kind of praying to herself and rocking slightly as the sword just glows without being in her hand mm -hmm. and then the energy from the sword will just seep into mm -hmm. the nostril eyes and mouth of the okay. head and animate it all right lucan has his pair of beads out <laughs> okay all right <laughs> yep. so it kind of twitches a little bit you know this face that's just been slacked on and you know it's all grayed over yeah. and pale and it sort of twitches a little bit and opens its eyes, but it's like it's opening them into the sun. And it, it just sort of like lets out like a weird air that shouldn't be able to come out of it, you know. <sighs> okay, so she's going to start her five questions she gets to ask. So the first one. Can Lucan jump in on it? Uh, he can, he can what is this? I can't believe this. <laughs> he can you say can? things. Are you so really? tired? Are you tired? Are you really? Are you really? Are you sure? Are you sure, Jen? <laughs> he can say whatever he wants to, but it will not answer his questions. It's it will only answer okay. Well, okay. Good enough. So he can chime okay. in if he wants me to say something to it. I can do okay. that, but I, it has to come he from is me. freaked out right <laughs> Yeah, I know, right? Make sure you're clear, Lucan, because if she turns and says, I'm sorry, what? What was that? Come back, nothing, I didn't say anything. I'm all tired, I'm like... <laughs> yeah, I know, you're just exhausted. <laughs> and as she's looking at it, you do see her eyes are glowing as she's talking to it. So she's going to say the first question. What happened to you, Sovadon, after nice day? I came to Prince Holm and fed Nock and you killed me, and I fed him some more. How did you find where I was? She told me where to look. Why do you have this angel-winged necklace? The one you're wearing is fake. I was swapping them out. Where is Faradwin? In another place in darkness. What about Nock? Can you ask where Nock is? I don't know if he'll give a good reason answer for it. He needs to be more specific. Maybe like what place is Nock in? As a god, he can be anywhere. He'll say he's everywhere or something along those lines. One more left, right? Yep, she's on her last one. Wish for a thousand more wishes. Infinite genies. How did Faradwin communicate with you? In my dreams. Then her sword stops glowing. Beams come back into the sword and... Kind of slacks again. And she'll kind of slump backwards a little bit, exhausted from the experiences. Are you okay, Zan? 
Yeah, it's fine. The eyes don't quite close. Like, almost, but they're just sort of... Can I get rid of this thing? Creepily half open. You get nothing else out of him. Get it out of here. He wraps it up in a sheet as much as he can. But he doesn't want to leave yet, so he's going to just kind of keep it to the side. I'm going to put the other necklace on. Okay. Didn't Relop see that that was a magical necklace? Was it a fake magical necklace? I don't know. We'll have to look. I need to get cleaned up before everybody else awakes. Get the head out of there. We'll freak everybody out. And she'll make her way towards that bath you area. cleaned up. Okay. And the two, if you paid the two gold for the night or whatever, that would be included. Yeah. That's why it's kind of at a pricey place. Yeah, they we paid a lot the of full. options. We paid the full when we came in, I'm pretty sure. So she'll go down there and do that. Lucan's going to go down to the area and obviously uh, or just keep, keep guard. And... Not sure what to do with the head yet. <laughs> He's gonna see if Hulk knows what to do with it. <laughs> so you're walking around with it, or no? It's up in the room. Oh, gotcha. Which makes him super nervous. But does he see Hulk? So you lock it into the room. Yes. Okay. Does he see Hulk? Just sitting out in front of your yeah. Because Hulk never right? right. I think by this point too, even before he ever leaves his room, I think that Hulk mm-hmm. and family were are probably starting to pack up. They're down in the courtyard. Right. Darwin's feeling very rested, and he's apologetic for. Letting that head, because he, you know, there's a. Do you pull the dart out, or does? Oh he, yeah. Okay, yeah. well then, yeah, then he's confused and he's not quite sure. Man, he's it happens to sure. the best of us. So <laughs> you um, make him think he fell asleep. <laughs> oh my god, that's horrible! <laughs> you failed my family by not standing guard. You get a fifth of a tally on your sword. Yeah, mm-hmm. a little tiny dot just for being douchebag. But they're all just sort of, <laughs> you know, getting dot. everything kind of put together with the wagons. Relop, is it alright if I have you down there too? Like, you got Relop and Merc have sort of got moving. Because Relop had gotten a lot of their materials and things for them, and so he's helping to arrange things. So, Lucan's going to kind of go guard where Zan is. Does he see anybody throughout the morning as he's sitting there on guard type of thing? Like these people? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's a big open courtyard, so it's... Oh, okay. Okay. He says, hey, hold. Do you have a second? Okay. I got a question for you. Okay. So Zan wanted to keep Sobodon's head to talk to it. That's pretty morbid. It is, but I don't know what to do with it. It's still sitting up in that room. <laughs> so why are you asking me? You're good at getting rid of things. I'm just guessing. I'm just taking a wild guess here. You're right? assuming because yes. why? What do, you, what do you think we should do with it? I don't know. Leave it for housekeeping. Oh, that's <laughs> terrible. That is terrible. I walk over. What's going on here? You obviously hey, don't morning, want Mark. it anymore, so why even worry about it? Well, I kind of want to burn it. Burn what? What okay, are we burning? A head. You got forges over there. Did you fill in, Mark? No. So, uh, guess who showed up last night, Mark? To kill Zan. Mm, what? Yeah. <laughs> Sobadon. Okay. Came in and attacked us. Okay. But he's not quite him. Kind of a fiendish, uh, scarred-faced, nasty-looking, demonic Sobodon. All right, so is he, like, knock Dutch now? Is what you're saying? He's about a head shorter than he used to be. Head shorter? Okay, so you still have the head. We still have the head. (laughs) Why are we holding on to a head? Zan can talk to the dead now, I guess. Church people are weird. (laughs) We're going to go off that option right Matt there. checks out on that so, <laughs> I guess maybe we'll just bring it with us, and I'll burn it the first night, I guess. There's a forge right there. Fire yes. purifies. Yes. Yeah, but 
There's a forge right there. I don't feel comfortable walking. Uh, you know what? I'll tell you, him. You feel I'll more comfortable him. walking yeah. around with a head just in a backpack. You know? A demon head. I'll bring it to the forge and explain everything that it's a not cultist. That'll work. I'll do that. Yeah. What happened to the body? The guard took it. Why didn't you give the head to the guard? Because Zan wanted to talk to it. How about you give the head to the guard now? All right, I'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> he did mention an undertaker. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That's told you where the body was going. Right. You could bring it there. <laughs> I just don't waste all you guys' time for 20 minutes. <laughs> I'm just even more deeply disturbed by your religion. That makes I... no sense, Hall. That makes no sense. I'll just go ahead and keep a head in my room so I can talk to it. There's a lot of no. Don't you want to know what Sovadon was all about? Did he and say maybe what? where Faridun is or where Nock is? Did he actually answer any of those questions? He gave some answers, yes. Well, what did he say? They were pretty vague. So yeah, not terribly useful. Let's. Uh, but let's... it was worth a shot, though. Okay. Okay, sure. It's still weird. Did he have to like keep the head? Why can't you just keep the whole body and dispose it all at once? Because all she needed was the head. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> Can we just have come... about the day? Can I feel like we need to get almost, the heck out of here. Almost as disturbing as you just assuming because of my fashion and my race that I would know what to do with a head. Yeah, like why would he know anything to do with a head? <laughs> that was. That's he's not an assassin. Well, when somebody needs to get rid of something, usually rogues know how to get rid of them, right? No. That's a fairly safe assumption. We know how to acquire things. Okay. I mean, if you want to acquire an additional head. <laughs> I mean, you have made a key disappear before, right? I don't know what you're talking about. I guess I don't know either. <laughs> he acquired the key for somebody else. He redistributed the keys, okay? All right. He didn't make one disappear. He just went somewhere else. Once again, hold. I mean, no offense. So, like, Once where's again, Lugan. Totally offended. <laughs> Were you offended when I gave your family gold? No, but that could uh, ease my offense a little more. Yeah. Yeah. Were you offended when I got you swords? Now you're just making me uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> Were you offended when my sister Are you trying to bribe you him? and got you so you was didn't your sister get sent to the mines? That was your sister defending me. Correct. You were all about sending me to jail. Hey, so seriously, like, why are you trying to bribe his friendship now? I don't... What are you doing I mean, here? If you Absolutely just, not. If you just want to hug, you just have to ask. I'm not hugging you. <laughs> Arms wide out. Anybody? I'll give you a hug if that's what you want. <laughs> Ukon gives him a hug. <laughs> what the hell is going on? I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> While this whole conversation is going on, Relop has been kind of packing up one of the horses, and he's just piling it with provisions, you know, with rations and things like that. And you recognize that he's sort of setting one up. He's sort of standing underneath it, and he's not setting it up in the saddle. Seems that the horse that he so that he had is not necessarily, he's not planning to ride it traditionally. So he's setting up a sort of a pile of stuff on top. And then as everybody's, you know, just about the time they're hugging, you see that he's sort of, he's on top. He's climbed himself up on top and he's trying to make sure he can make it comfortable to just sort of like sit on bags on top like a sultan. <laughs> uh, Relop, are you going to be able to ride that thing like that? I guess it's a way. I should be all right. When are we uh, leaving? After Lucan gets done hugging me, apparently. <laughs> Well, Zan isn't here, so she's probably going to go to the bathhouse. She's she's uh, 
at the path house now. She's cleaning up, so we'll, uh. be, we'll be heading out as soon as she is done. Okay. Come on, give her a break. She was attacked last night. Okay. Are you going to let me go now? <laughs> Why are you still <laughs> hugging Hulk? No, it was me. I have nothing. To I can't even help. I am the whole tired. conversation is a hug. <laughs> yeah. She's with this. Yes, I will let you go. Okay. I'm Hulk, here if you need me. Whole clergy never let go first. Oh, yeah. I get that now. <laughs> I have no idea. That was such a strange conversation. <laughs> Especially to have while hugging. Three <laughs> against one. Three okay. people ripping on Lucan, giving him a I hard time. I can't even be there to defend you. I'm fortunate. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, I won't be. Hey, is, every, is everybody ready to go when Zan's ready? Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Is my family all set up? Yeah. Yeah, yeah they're all set up. Okay. Can we actually buy provisions? Yeah. A day is five silver. And we'll all just carry the rations on each other's. Are we all spending seventy-five gold? Or we all no, he's just buying them all. You could put a lot of it on relapse horse sure. too. Sure. Like kind of heavy up on that. So we'll have a divvy out where it needs to be. And then he'll need sort of a tether probably attached to Merc. We'll tie you up to his horse so you can lead him. So it will not be long after the end of that conversation with them that she'll come out. Fully armored and she'll have her riding cloak and hood up as she makes her way out of the bathhouse. Okay. Lucan, you have a big cloak that you that you bought. Yep. yep. Everybody yep. else is just kind of going business as usual, right? Uh, yeah, Lucan's really going business usual, except the cloak. Like, he's not super worried, but since everybody keeps telling him like they should, you know, take it down a notch, that's why he's just getting the cloak. But no profitizing. All right, Hulk sees his parents off. You wish them good luck. And yeah, yeah, and uh, cheerful hug with my mom. Shakes to my brother, my dad. Is Lucan there? Yeah, Lucan shakes each one of their hands and says he wishes them good fortune. And he also tells Darwin, thank you very much for everything. I'll tell him I'll be in touch with some sendings okay. to keep Hulk's peace of mind in check. He tells Darwin he's a very honorable man. He says, thank you, Pop. Keep them safe. Oh, they'll be fine. We're going to write a song. Can't wait to hear it. Your dad, by the way, tells you you're a good man. Let's not put the cart ahead of the horse. All right, so you kind of watch them as they start to leave yeah. into Prince Holm, basically, because they're going the other direction. So, yeah. Have I made the arrangements of having them meet up with the land buying and all that? Um, that was all taken care of? Yeah. For, okay, yeah. I just want to make sure it was taken care yeah, of. Yeah, we'll just assume it, that that's all taken care of. Mark, yeah. what color is Lucan's horse? His new horse? I feel like Lucan's going to have a white horse. Awesome. It's going to be called Artix. <laughs> Artix. He's yeah. going to tell everyone the name of it. Mage armor is eight hours, so I'm just going to cast it in the morning and when it wears off, so I just have it up. All right, so we're heading out basically the north gate, and it's all farmland around here. It's, a, like I said, a really beautiful day. Everybody's on their horse. Relop is being led by Merc, and he's just sort of lounging about on top of the packs of rations and things like that. <laughs> he's kind of made himself a little snuggly bed up there. Lucan <laughs> gets a chuckle out of it. You know that the first day... Nobody's actually been there, even the twins, you know, nobody's ever really headed west, you know. And so you do know from what you've been told that the first day, right around dusk, you should hit the Rare Blessing Inn, which is right, I wouldn't say on the edges of the forest, but it's right outside of the forest. 
it's kind of the last stop before you enter the first men's forest. And so it's very normal for people if they were to head that direction that they would spend the first day on the road and then stop at the end. Then we do so, I'm sure. As we're riding at some point, Lucan's going to turn to hold and say, that's pretty awesome what Darwin is doing for your family. Yes. He truly is a good person. Yeah. It's pretty awesome that we ran into him. Yeah. I hope to do again sometime. Anytime you need to know how your family's doing, let me know. Thank you. You notice that Zan's hood is up the whole time. Lucan's uh, staying very close to Luz- uh, to Zan. Did you say Lucy? <laughs> well, I started to say Lucan. <laughs> okay, <God. laughs> he's, he's staying close to himself. Yeah, yeah. Staying real close to his own body. Yeah, he's, he's going to keep tabs on Zan, mm-hmm. for sure. How are you holding up? You say it to her? Yeah. I'm coming to grips with a lot of things. Zan, we need to get Relop those necklaces so he can officially distinguish which one's which. Can you do it while I'm wearing them? Well, I'll go ask him. Hey, Relop. This is an uncomfortable ride. <laughs> <laughs> I have a question for you. So we kind of found out that Zan has a fake necklace that protects her from Feridwen. And a real necklace that protects her from Feridwen. So the question is, can you study these while she's wearing it, or do you need them in your possession for a little bit? And then if so, how long? Yeah, I mean, I can figure out which is which. I mean, I'm not going to be able to do it from atop a pile of rations on a road, but once we get to First Men's Forest and the inn outside there, we should okay. be. Well, the same. I would have both of them on just in case. Go from there. She's been wearing both since, yeah, he's, okay. since he said that. Okay. Thanks, Relop. Oh, I thought you swapped them out. She, she she's wearing both. Blessed, cursed, blessed, cursed. Yeah, no, really. No idea. One's going to protect from the other, hopefully. <laughs> the, side, the side of her head's been enlarging over the last yeah, couple hours. Yeah, slowly getting bigger. <laughs> As you go th- through this road, this is the what they call the first men's road. And so it, it's very ancient. It's done with a lot of slabs. It's been patched up here and there, and it was the kind of thing that where, you know, two centuries ago, once you hit the forest, it was gone. And so they went through and sort of cleaned it up, and that's partially where a lot of the history came from because they ended up, you know, finding the dwarves again once they got past the forest because they'd been sort of long forgotten. There's a lot of farmland, like I said. Most of it is intact. There's a little bit of burning, it looks like, but this is much more highly patrolled than south of town. This is the Burian side. And so it just makes sense that they wouldn't try to attack this stuff quite as much as they did south. The first day goes relatively uneventful. Relop is irritated by the fact that he thought he was going to set up this bed and it didn't work out very well for him and he's (laughs) kind of been rattled along the way. (laughs) And you come within sight of the Rare Blessing Inn. Nobody's ever been there before, but you've been told it's there, and it is where you're supposed to be. The, the light's starting to get purple on the sky, and just like you were told, there it is. But there's, there's some fires in a few different places as you get closer, and you recognize, as you you know, because there's still enough light, even, even the, those of you without dark vision can see that there's damage to the roof. It's like a stone building. It's thatch roofed. It looks like there's smoke coming off of one side, like maybe a fire got put out. And on one side, it looks as though there's just a big sort of hole in the roof. And as you get a little bit closer, you recognize that there's a big body laying to the side of the the inn. There's actually a giant laying there. Big sort of flabby body giant that's apparently been felled. 
and it's laying there sort of on its back. The fires are still burning? There's some fires here and there, but the, the, it looks like the building's okay at okay. this point. Like, are, it's been put out. Are there other people, like, outside? Is yeah, there... as you get closer, there's lots of people out and okay. about. How big is the giant? It's hard to say. I don't know. Probably somewhere in the realm of Eight 12 feet. feet. Yeah, 12. 16, yeah. Somewhere. It depends on the type. Sure. Yeah. It's a hill giant. I mean, it's gotcha. once you get closer, I don't know that anybody here would have necessarily seen a hill giant. I mean, maybe maybe Relop in the past, but you've heard they're known. You know, it's one yeah. of those kind of like the trolls, right? You saw trolls and you hadn't seen them before, but you knew what they were. Looks like we missed out. Yeah, we'll ride up and see what's going on. As you get closer, you see that there are actually turnpikes there. There's mercenaries, mm. and they're wearing the tabard with the sword to show that they are working for the church. They do patrol sometimes these this road, and so it's not that surprising, but it looks like a lot of them have been dealing with whatever happened here. You do notice as you get closer to, there's one of the fires that's going on. It's actually a humanoid figure. It's, not, it's laying there completely like engulfed. As we approach, Lucan says, what's going on here? One of them, you know, just as you're getting up, they, they're just about to come up to you and sort of stop and see who you are. Uh, a little bit of an attack here. Your business? We're just passing through. We were going to stay here tonight, but apparently not. Is it safe to stay here tonight? Well, I think it's intact. We stopped the fire in time. That's just some random attack? Well, I mean, I'd say so, but it was kind of an odd attack. There was a troll involved. See that thing right there? And he points at the flaming body. There was a giant, and then there were a handful of ogres. Do you care if I take a look around? Sure. Yes. Yeah. See, see what I mean. You can see what you could do to help. There's a few people that that I think might need a little medical attention. Are you? Zane will hop off. Lucan wants to actually go look for eclipse tattoos on these bodies. Okay. Show me to the injured, and All she'll right. make her way along. Sure. And there's a handful of people that had had been kind of sliced up a little bit. Not nobody really terribly hurt. There's a few dead bodies, but the people that survived kind of survived with minimal injury. I'll ask them what was going on, like if their story agrees with what the turnpike nice. told us, that sort of thing. Yeah, this group of monsters came out of the woods and just basically started attacking. They did try to take a few people and sort of run off with them. Did Maybe. any of them get away? Did any? Yes, yeah, did, some of them did people? go back up north. And so there are some people that they think are missing, but they're not 100% sure it's an inn. And so there were a few people that were there that, that like, they don't have a good head count. Didn't know, yeah. But the the innkeeper is actually, he eventually finds you yeah. because you guys all sort of look like people that could help and you're, and you're jumping in. The innkeeper, his name is Aramis, and his wife is Mita. And they, you find out very quickly in the way he greets you and stuff, this guy's a retired cleric. Oh. He was apparently a Lucite cleric at one point. And okay. so it sounds like he did a lot of the defending himself. Okay. And then the turnpikes came around just in the nick of time to kind of turn the tides and do take I, that giant down. Do I notice any knock tattoos on these things? You do not find any knock tattoos on them. Okay. No. She'll dress him formally as brother. Do, do I reckon? I mean, did I, is he wearing vestments or anything, or is he just? Um, he isn't. It's just the way he talks and stuff. You, oh, like, you get that. She'll ask and yeah, get the confirmation. He, says he retired. Oh. Technically, he would have been Monsignor, but that was years ago. Is there anything I can help with? And she'll say Montini. He said, no, no, just call me Aramis, please. If you want to help with a few of these people here, I, I, that would be appreciated. I don't think that they are in dire need, but certainly it'd be nice to help kind of clean up some wounds. She'll check over all of them. She'll clean up wounds. She will use healing spells if you want me to. You just tell me what you sure. want me to burn. I really honestly probably will. Okay. You know, I'll just use them up. And yeah, she'll just burn a few. 
And he says, you know, you're welcome to stay for the night. I think that obviously one of the rooms, if you saw the roof, one of the rooms is probably not usable, but the place is sound. This is not normal, having them come, especially as a group. I live close to the forest, so I've seen ogres and I've seen giants and I've seen trolls, but I've never seen them working together like this. Hmm. Have there been any attacks on the road lately? Any increased reporting? I have heard of some, yeah, ambushes along the road by similar creatures. You know, giant kin seem to be working together. We have a mission going north, so we're just trying to get a gauge of how dangerous this trip is going to be, and apparently the answer is very. What were the events like in Night's Day around here? Here it was relatively quiet. It's just us. There's not as much travel as you might expect. No monster attacks or anything like this? Nothing here. We certainly heard of things in different places. We heard of some specifically trolls among (coughs) among the fields to the south, but it was relatively quiet here, thankfully. We're one small spot on the map. We'll stay here, see what we can do to assist you in the evening. One of the Turnpike Legion says to Merc specifically, kind of picks him out as the sort of warrior type in the, in the group. She's a human. You notice that most of them are human. Like it's a really, in fact, you notice that there's a, a gnome running around with them. But for the most part, it looks like the rest of them all seem to be human. And you get a big sort of ranger rogue vibe from them. Like they, they all seem to be kind of of that type but he's but she's it's a she actually she says you guys are headed north i hear this is kind of separated from where that last conversation was going yeah we have to south we have business and we have a prisoner a prisoner what are these guys yes what are you checking for tattoos tattoos on an ogre yeah ran one through one time big eclipse on his chest well we could certainly do that she b- brings you over, and across the there's kind of a shed, and apparently they put this ogre in the shed, and nobody knew it because he's not making any noise. He's out cold. If you're going north, we're going to bring this ogre down. We're going to see what information he has, and maybe we can help you in the morning with whatever information he hands you. In my experience, ogres don't have a lot of information in their heads, but we'll just see what we'll see what he gives us. But if you're headed north and you can uh, help clear the road a little bit, you look like capable people. I mean, we'll fight anything we run into. Whether it's self-defense or not might be a different question. Well, either way, it'd be nice to clear the roads a little. We, we're a little short-handed. A lot of our people are in, in Bream. Both earth and wind are in Bream. We're fire. You can actually notice, once she says it, she has a band on her arm that shows a symbol for fire. And you, you do know that they there's different companies, and each company's named after an element. Sure. How would I get recomped for this? You could find me when you come back through Prince Holm. And your name is? My name is Faustus Passe. Faustus Passe? Faustus Passe. Well, they call me mercenary. Merc, if you want to be informal, I suppose. Hmm. It's quite a name you got there. Mercenary? It's, uh, self-chosen. I like it. Self-chosen or self-fulfilling? Self-chosen. Go ahead and roll your history. Seven. Okay, never mind. You <laughs> <laughs> failed history class. Yeah. <laughs> when you were little. Yeah, I did. So she just says, yeah, if you want to l- let us know if you come back to your principal and tell us what you accomplished, and we'll see if we can compensate you with something. Sure. We'll do that. It's going to be worth taking a trophy, you know what I mean? Do yours count, or do I need something a little more substantial? No, I'm sure that'd be fine. All right, I'll keep some ears. So everybody gets patched up, and there's a lot of people that are kind of traumatized because of all of it. That whole idea of these 
monsters effectively coming in. It's not anything a lot of travelers uh, would have seen if they haven't been out west or, or maybe in the border would. Lucan stands super close to Zan the whole time. Okay. You notice that Zan keeps her hood up the whole time, which seems weird. He's just kind of assuming she's really struggling right now, so he's kind of letting it be and not bugging her. I come back over to the group. Hey, uh, yeah. they got an ogre over there. Really? Yeah. Apparently they knocked him out. He's in the tool shed. Hmm. Might be real funny when he wakes up. Yeah, no kidding. wonder if it has any knock tattoos on it. Yeah, uh, I asked about that. They didn't seem to know what I was talking about. I will point out, though, that we've been hearing a lot of stories of uh, monster incursions growing and growing. I'm wondering if this is just another one. Yeah, I kind of feel the same way. Maybe uh, we pass that on to somebody important if they don't already know. It's a good idea. Well, I think we're staying here for the night, right? Everybody agree with that? Mm-hmm. All right. Yes. What's the name of the uh, end again? It's called the Rare Blessing. You find out that they were actually starting a ceremony for a wedding, and it got interrupted by that, by all that. And so when you go in, they're having a small, the innkeeper is, they're mm. actually performing a little bit of a mm. ceremony when you come in. Just a small thing with a couple mm-hmm. of peasantry yeah. nearby. And, you know, everybody that's there is just really grateful that they're still there. There is somebody that says that their traveling companion is gone. They didn't see what happened to to her. They didn't mm. see if she maybe ran off or if they took her or she just doesn't seem to be here. So there's somebody, one person in particular that's kind of worked up about it. And again, they're just, they're peasants, you know, they're Can they give us a description of the, the person? Yeah, she's kind of young, freckle-faced. She's got sort of strawberry blonde hair. Should be pretty easy to recognize if okay. you saw her. Human or? Yeah, human. Yep. Lucas going to congratulate the uh, married couple after mm. the during the reception kind of time. <laughs> She'll watch the ceremony from a distance and kind of have a slight smile on her face. This is nice. <laughs> <laughs> Not everything is awful. <laughs> Somebody gets, who steals the cake? <laughs> everything is awful. <laughs> when so, you're part of Hulk's team. Oh. oh. I haven't told you what I named my horse yet. <laughs> <laughs> Which part? the Odiferous. Which part? I already know, buddy. <laughs> Things do start to become a little more light-spirited and people, you know, somebody's playing a little bit of music. There isn't an official bard here. Or is there? <laughs> I don't know. Mark, is there an official bard? <laughs> Do you play anything? I'll, I'll pluck something kind of just absent-mindedly. I'm going to start sharing a couple, like, stanzas and stuff from the uh, Lucan the Odiferous <laughs> This is why you need to write those little parts. Yeah, yeah, right. Well, I'm waiting for the bard to come up with them. Right, right, yeah. And, yeah, and start sharing those. Lucan turns to Zan and says, why does Hulk hate me so much? (laughs) She kind of shrugs. He understands that it really bothers you, and only if until it doesn't, he'll probably keep doing it. Is there, like, a table of presents? No, it's it's pretty low-key. So I go to the newlywed couple very awkwardly. I found this, and I pull out uh, one of the Chalcedonis, and I'm like, I uh, found this, and maybe to give you guys a little bit of hope. They're very grateful. Like, thank you, thank you so much. And they ask if they can get you, like, can we at least buy you an ale? No, no, no. I'll take some of that uh, reception cake over there, though. <laughs> 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 yeah, there's kind of a basic sweets, you know, the uh, little little rolls that they have. That somebody puts kind of sweet rolls. That night before they go to bed, yeah, he's gonna talk to Lizanne. They they need to be in the same room. He's gonna 
They're going to split a room tonight. Sure. But he just says, hey, are you going to be okay tonight? I'll be fine. I need to get these identified, though. Where's Master Relop? I'm going to go ahead and use Fabricate to make that box that I was telling you about. Describe it. It's just going to be a small, maybe six-inch interior dimension box with a rough hinge and a latch. Just a simple latch for it. Made out of some iron, right? Yeah, made out of iron. Maybe a couple of holes in it. And then maybe a couple of pokey bits on the outside of the... Pokey? What do you mean Just like D4s poking out of it. Just for style? Yeah. Oh, okay. Spikes for style. Spikes for style. Like breathing holes? Yeah. Walk a little ways. Is this right on the edge of the forest? You can see the forest. That's how close we are. If that makes sense. Like, it's it's close, but it's not... A, like, they don't want to be right on the edge of the forest, right? So this is probably be hitting the forest edge in an hour's ride. Okay. And I'll just go ahead and uh, leave it as that. Yeah, Zan will knock on his door, whatever door the room Relapse door? Yeah. Assuming Merc and you are doubling up? Or yeah. all three of you? And Lucan's with you, Zan. Sure. Twins are at the door. Zan's got her hood up. Lucan is ready for bed. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. He's still the same. What, uh, <laughs> He's all armored up. What can I help you with? We spoke earlier about checking out these necklaces. Mm. Yeah. All right. Let me uh, take a look at these. May I come in? Yeah, come on in. She'll make her way inside. Can I come in? <laughs> no. <laughs> Slowly close the door. <laughs> she just shakes her head. She's like, of course. The cause going to turn evil, I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> Do you come in anyway? Does he actually tell? No, I don't actually ask that. He just comes in. (laughs) (laughs) So what exactly is the story with this again? One of these necklaces was given to me by Master Yudas in Lucidum. Right. In order to protect me from scrying. Okay. Where's the second one from? Well, I had a church official do a blessing on that necklace, and he took it off my neck. Okay. And apparently, somewhere along the lines, I was given a fake one back. So that Faridun was able to find me, and hence the assassination attempt. That only accounts for one necklace, then. Exactly. Uh, What's the second necklace? He didn't lose it when it got blessed. She's just letting you know that she took it off briefly, and she thinks that might be why. Yeah, but I think relapsed. Where's the second second necklace necklace come from? The second one came from Sovadon. It was on his body. So we might have some a traitor in the church, honestly. I've been telling you that for days, months. Well, a new traitor. Either way, he has going to try and keep his calm. So you just went ahead and put on a necklace from a I didn't know which cultist? one was real and which one wasn't. He said the one I was wearing was fake and he found me because of it. So the one he had was mine. I would assume I'm wearing both. So one is still protecting me from being seen and I don't know what the other one does. So just look at them and tell me whether they're magical. Well, the good news is we're within a day's ride of somebody that can get rid of this necklace if it's cursed. So, okay. We'll get rid of it if it's cursed. Future reference, when you have a magic item, don't just grab it and start using it. Can we agree on that? Well, when I took it off last time, I saw images of darkness that scared me half to death. So which would you prefer I do? Not put on a cursed item? I have no idea when it's cursed or not. Look, let's just look, okay. let's just check it out, please. Too tired for all of this. <laughs> okay, we'll sit and cast identify on both of them. Can you do it while I'm wearing them? Yeah. 
Yeah, okay. I, think so. I don't think it, it's got a range of touch. Be close, so, but okay. I don't think. Yeah, it's just it's just kind of <laughs> weird. There you get this little oh, sorry, sorry. this little gnome like groping your neck, kind of for a sure. while. <laughs> Jeez, Frozen. and looking at you oh, dis- and looking at you disapprovingly the entire time, just like doesn't care. <laughs> can't believe you put this on. <laughs> yeah, I'll cast identify on uh, one of them, and it's pretty them. clear which one was on first because. It's you know sort of overlapping the, the other one. Okay. So the one underneath glows and has well, I guess this is identified not. Yeah. 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 The other one, sorry, the one underneath is like she said, sanctuary is the name of the necklace. Uh-huh. It's the one that that makes it detection. so that can, she cannot be detected with magical scrying and such things. Okay. The one above, nothing. Is the one above the one with the enchantment on it? I'm going to cast hmm. Detect Magic on it. Oh, does it also have the Sunburst Pendant blessing on it? Would he see that? The, in the, the one with the, the magical one. Because I had that one blessed. Yeah, I don't know that he'd see that necessarily. Okay. But, okay. but okay. they, the, you know. The, I just didn't know if that would show yeah. up on his identifier yep. or not. Okay. Well, we should be able to at least tell when it got switched out, right? It would be at that place. Yeah, so which one? Enchantment. So which one was real and which one was fake? The one he was carrying was fake? The one that you were wearing when you woke up was real. Okay. You put a fake one on over it. The one that came from Sovadon's body. Okay, so okay. he hadn't swapped. So them he out hadn't yet. swapped them yet. Okay, so she'll take ping that one off. On detect okay. magic. What's that? Doesn't ping anything on detect nope. magic. Nope, it's just okay. it's a replica. It looks looks like a pretty good replica. Right. Uh, Somebody she, knew what they were trying to make. She's gonna do sacred flame in her hand with the necklace in it. Perfect. I was gonna say, let's destroy that thing. Just melt the necklace in her hand. What, would it do that? To, I mean, because um, it is. I don't know. It is actually made of gold. I don't know that it would. I don't. Hold on. Didn't you just give us a hard time about putting on <laughs> cursed stuff? I'm not trying to do that. What spell is this called, Hudson? Um, what spell? What are you talking about? The sacred flame? Uh, oh, yeah, that one. It's. I mean, it's probably, I don't know, It's at the very least, it's 50 gold worth of gold. Like, it's gold. Don't want to risk it. Or do you want we, it for something? No, melt it. No, melt it. I might be able to use that for something. Okay. Um, Can you see if it's cursed? Well, it's not magic, so I think, okay. it, would, it, was, I think it would ping cursed. If it was identified, no, he would know. Identify, identify does not say so it. She was going to like start to heat it and stops. Oh, you're right, because it would come. But it, yeah. but it would if it was. It would say it's something magical, yeah. and it would tell him something, but it'd be fake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it wouldn't probably just say it's nothing, would it? Does not inherently, but detect magic. It would pop up as a magical item. Right, so sure. you're safe to say it's not It's cursed. mundane. It's a. All right. It's made of gold. So she won't melt it, and she'll hand it back, hand it off to him. Given enough time, I might be able to make this appear to be the necklace you're currently wearing. Oh, which may be a bargaining chip if we run across any other cultists searching okay. for this. It's a good idea. You are wise, Relop. Well. Yeah, I'm going to bed. <laughs> Thank you. It sounds like a play up. Turn and leave. He literally like rolls over like he's going yeah. to sleep before you even leave the room. Just leave him to it. Kind of a. Sometimes the culture of the woodland gnomes yeah. is alien to you. <laughs> Do Merc and Relop cuddle up hmm. for warmth? Sure. <laughs> Listen, after they leave, hey Relop, I uh, have a question about magic. What? So that spell that uh, Zan does. What spell? Ah, uh, the one where she talks to people like all over the place. Yeah. What about it? 
Somebody tried to use that with me a while back, and I, um, I didn't answer. And it's not that I want to answer now. It's just, would they know why I didn't answer? Would they know that I received the message? They'd probably know that you received the message. Who's trying to contact you? My brother. Be fair, I have a couple of brothers. Yeah, it's, uh... <laughs> Ted are the, the one I actually care about. Well, you should probably answer the next time he calls. No, it's been more than a month. I doubt he'll call again at this point. Well, if he does, just keep an ear out for him. Sure. What about your brother? I haven't heard anything. That's kind of why I'm heading up north. Would that spell help you find him? Maybe? It might, but we're going up there to get something that should help a little better than the uh, cleric's spell. Hmm. Okay. Why are the twins going up there? Oh, besides the fact that the church sent them. Is that why they're going? Well, the church wants them to negotiate for food. Hmm. And and, and, then I think Eustace sent them there for something. Yeah, something about forbidden spells or something. Sounded real similar to your man. What was his name? Quinn? Yeah. Two different organizations in that. Two different groups are looking for the same thing. And it makes me a little concerned that they're vying for power. And what that actually means. Well, we can find what we need. We should be okay. But if they're just going up there to negotiate for food, I don't know exactly how we're keeping the clergy with us for the trip to Meridor. But well, we've got I guess time. we just tell them we're going. And if they make the decision to stay with us, so be it. Otherwise, so be it. No, this forest is sounding more like the uh, Great Wood. How so? It's a little more dangerous than I'd anticipated. I think everywhere is a little more dangerous than it used to be. That's fair. Well, I'm gonna go to bed. Yeah, sure. So he rolls over the other way. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's good to know he does it to everybody. Luca, Lucan's out of staring at him. God, <laughs> the door's cracked. Idiot <laughs> <Struggle> buddies. <laughs> Creeple the con. Just dying to know. Anything else that night? Jeez. I'm gonna try and pick up a bridesmaid. Trope. Oh. <laughs> Do it. I don't have to share my room with you. Do it. Roll Let's it. go. Let's go. Role play it. No, it's like, dude, I don't. No, you're not going to. All right, all right, whatever. <laughs> now, I'll spend my evening drinking and uh, trying to share the uh, wonderful story of Lucanio Odiferous and Jeez. any of the catchiest stanzas. I, I thought we were making headway. Yeah. <laughs> dude, you're going to be famous. You were wrong. You're welcome. One <laughs> step forward, 13 steps backwards. Opposites attract, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Scat cat. Yeah, which one's scat cat? I think Luke's definitely Paul Yeah, you're definitely Paul Abdul. <laughs> All right, we wake it up in the morning. Or yep. anything else that night? I don't yeah. think so. All right, so you get up in the morning. How much was the room again? Oh, no, um, it's it, it's on the house because of your help. That's Sweet. Nice. I mean, you might spend a little extra on the booze that you. you know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> buy a few rounds for. <laughs> The happy couple, considering they made the biggest mistake of their life. Oh. <laughs> Bachelor for life, hold. And the best decision um, in their life. Yeah, right. Home. The best. How many people are up at dawn-ish? Wait, Angela listens to this, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Probably not a ton, you know, like right at dawn. They're pretty quiet. Is the innkeeper up to, like, make breakfast or anything like that, or not really? Media is the wife. Lucan's just going to stick to... Zan, be right next to her the whole time. You're going to wake up when she does? He may have woken up before you and started working out or something. You wake up and he's already staring at you. Oh, jeez. 
<laughs> I guess there's one thing that, the one thing that would have happened last night is I'm not sleeping in my cloak, so <laughs> yeah. Well are you but did he stay with you? Yeah. He's yeah. taking the room. He's in a room with her now. Okay. To make sure you don't get attacked again. Alright. Your brother and sister. Are you staying so, up the whole time, or are you, no, are you staying goes, armored? He, he makes sure you fall asleep first, then okay. he falls asleep. So, Lucan, you fell asleep before she did. Like, you couldn't do it I anymore. couldn't handle it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you've been up for 36 yeah. hours or something. Mm-hmm. So, you sort of just barely got your armor off and kind of went out. And so, when you wake up, you look over, and she's sitting up in the bed, and she doesn't have her hood up anymore. This is good morning, Zan. Her hair is chopped off. To right about the jawline. Her hair was down the middle of her back to lower back. You've never seen her with short hair. Like, she's grown it out her whole life. She's had Daenerys braids as long as you can remember. Sam, what is going on <laughs> with your hair? I, I don't know. I just saw myself in the mirror, and I told you I didn't think she would be able to live, but maybe this woman can. Okay. I need to go practice. And she's going to make her way out the door and put her hood back up. All right. Just hold, hold up for me. Wait, wait for me. <laughs> He's like trying to get his arm. Yes, trying to get it on. She's just making her way out. She doesn't have any cuts or anything on her arm, correct? Nope. Not cutting okay. herself. <laughs> she get really dark. I know. I was like, geez. It was a serious question. I appreciate it. But no. Yeah. He just says, hey, hold, hold up for me. We'll go get some breakfast together. And she'll want to, like, sword fight practice. And she is being relatively intense about it. Okay, Lucan will be all about that. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I'll be excited about that. You don't really... She does it a little bit every once in a while, but now she's taking it way more seriously. Like, she has to defend herself. He starts constantly giving her tips on how to use a shield properly. Perfect. Bacon and eggs this morning is what they're serving. Wonderful. I'm also going to supplement that with a heavy liquid breakfast. <laughs> You're drinking already? I'm not <laughs> going to remember most of this travel. <laughs> that is the goal. Yeah, okay. When you removed your exhaustion. <laughs> <at least. laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so at breakfast, I uh, hand out some potions to everybody. Oh. I just give one to each of them. Oh, okay. okay. Thank you. you everybody, everybody gets another's milk. Hey. Guys, I have a climbing potion. Would anybody want that? Hulk, you climb very well, correct? So you probably don't need it? I'm alright. We've seen him do it a number of times. He's well, fairly remember, adept at it. Everybody I remember sort of that cliff. You were up and down in no All time. at once, everybody just sort of turns and looks at Relop. <laughs> but they don't want to say anything. Here, Relop, why don't, why don't you take this climbing potion? I already got two, thank you. <laughs> oh, okay, well, alright. Why don't you hold on to it? I'll hold on to it. Maybe the guy in heavy plate should uh, consider just holding on to it. Right. Everybody sleep well? I slept great. Ready to hit the road? I'll watch the the sword fight and see if I can see anything of the sword style of the Miles Madeline in their fighting so. I think we would have done that maybe before breakfast, but like before everybody woke up because we got up earlier than everybody did the sword yeah, fighting probably. and then came in into the breakfast. Sure. He could still see us. We'd just be coming in from outside. Sure. Yeah, I think you know it might. You're, you you kind of wonder like, is it because I know what I know, or what you know? But you do definitely see some things in the way both of them use their swords that remind you of that. Hmm. It's clear that they both learned sword fighting from the same person. Yeah, and Lucan definitely keeps trying to show Zan how to protect herself with the shield. Mm-hmm. You have a shield, right? Yep. It's smaller than yours. It's like a small heater shield, but gotcha. Game mechanics. It does the same thing. It does. <laughs> And the long yeah, have sword you, is have you seen what her shield does? I can't remember. 
when you hit it, it's got a vine motif on it, and when you hit it, the vines move over to like cover the scratch. The dent on it. <laughs> like, it like so it's like around. that's amazing. The it's vines organic move around moves, yeah. to that keep it looking amazing. good. All right, I'm ready to leave. If you all are, I am ready to leave as well. All right, they're all kind of starting to pack up, and she still has her hood up, by the way, during the fighting practice and okay. through right. through breakfast. I need a to go flask. <laughs> to go As flask. Lucan does say to Zan, like, "Hey, you can just keep your hood down. It's okay that you cut your hair. That's not a problem." I know. I just it's just for comfort right now. Okay. All right. Thank you, though. She's gonna put her hood down. You guys are all gonna be like, "Oh Jesus, what did you do?" <laughs> exactly. Oh. Exactly. All right. So up's gonna walk. Your out. earth was tied to your hair. Just <laughs> <laughs> start throwing out total slanderous <laughs> phrases. Jeez, people. <laughs> the Trimpack Legionnaires are also packing up. They're gonna sure. leave this morning, but they're heading south, and they have constructed a little cage basically on wheels like a little cage. wagon and then this big ogre is in it and he's sort of slumped down and just sort of slack jawed and they they must have sedated him or something right because he just like he's just sort of glassy eyed just sort of looks around Lucan approaches it and sees if there's any knock tattoos on it okay Marie perception we'll see if there's anything hidden 20 Hey. Yeah, you don't see any knock tattoos. Okay. Unless it's like in the folds of his belly or something, right? Because he's kind lifting of a lobby. <laughs> As you're standing there, the who seems to be in charge, you know, maybe she's the lieutenant or whatever. This Faustus Passe comes up. She's kind of slim. She's wearing leather armor underneath her tabard. Kind of all dark armor with long wavy hair that's tied up in the back. Kind of, It's all dark. She has dark eyes, dark hair. And she says, we questioned him yesterday. I talked to your friend about, you know, being careful as you go north. And we questioned this thing yesterday. And he wouldn't tell us a lot. He didn't. I don't think he's got a lot going on up there. But it does sound like they have a leader. Really? And maybe that leader is getting them to orchestrating these attacks. So do we know where this leader is? Somewhere in the forest. Presumably close enough to the road, because that's where a lot of the issues are coming from. From what we can tell, is that his name is, or it's a, it's an ogre, and his name is Mortis. Wait, did we all hear that? Yeah, I mean anybody's close enough to it, right? Do you know anything about this Mortis? That's just Wally would tell us. Mortis. Hey, that name sounds familiar. Isn't that Pulo's pet's name? One of them, wasn't it? Was it the ogre or was it? Wasn't it the hand? Or was it the head? Or a perception, maybe? Oh, I'm super creeped out now. <laughs> you didn't catch that? Heck no. <laughs> I remember the name Mortis. I was going to make a joke about I, his first I thought it was something related to Pulo. It was something with... And there was that undead ogre, too. Yeah, the one down in the basement that we fought. He said, Six oh, cents? that's Mortis. I'm pretty sure Mortis was the name of that undead ogre. Maybe it's a, maybe it's a popular ogre name. <laughs> oh, yeah, like... Pulo, oh, Seradins are named Stephanie. They're actually, they're all named Zan. It's very possible. Actually, they're all named Lucy. <laughs> yeah. Lou something. Lou and you, just some clarification, you say the, the head in the jar was named Medicus. Medicus. Okay. Yeah, but Mortis was the name of Pulo's pet, the one down in the basement we fought. He must have escaped the star dungeons like everybody else during Night I don't remember that having intelligence, but it makes me... Pulo could be directing Pulo, it. Yeah, exactly. Pulo could be controlling it or feeding it. Something. That does seem far more likely. 
Well, I think we have something to do uh, as soon as we get the forest. We kind of peek <laughs> around. I say we go back to Prince Home and look at the Star Dungeon. <laughs> I say let's not. I don't think that's a good idea. How many times were you attacked in one day? I can do ascending and ask what happened in the Star Dungeons and make sure he's still there. That's a good idea. That's a very good idea. Wait, the door, his dungeon, led out to a forest. Yes, with a tower. Right. Pula was in a tower, I don't... Right, but like, when you went to the base of the tower, it led out to a forest. We don't don't know what forest that is. This is where I wish we played every week, because I can't remember this at all, but it's so amazing! (laughs) Episode 3, Star Dungeons. Oh my god, that's amazing. So, a year ago... I'm, I'm just going to read more. Why would the Star Dungeons keep them in a tower in the forest next to the city? I don't understand. We don't understand what happened with Night's Day. Like, why are there more monsters now? just makes um, more sense if they escape, not... Sure, Lucan. something shifted and no longer in a pocket dimension. I don't understand magic. Yeah, Lucan wants to uh, talk to this lead guard and say, is there a reason you're keeping this ogre alive? Roll your history. Actually, roll with an advantage because you come from serious <laughs> nobility. Did they introduce themselves? Did we ask her name? I rolled a ten. You know, I don't know. I, I said it, but I maybe yeah. she didn't. Maybe she didn't actually say it. With advantage, I rolled a ten. Okay. Well, that, all right. So <laughs> I just had someone tell us, like, man, I hope you guys get new dice because your rolls are terrible. <laughs> okay. So do you turn and say guard when you talk to her? No, I okay. would just say, hey, excuse me. What what is the purpose of keeping this guy alive? We're hoping that maybe the clergy in the church down, you know, that Herod or, or them would be able to maybe discern a little more from him, but for more than anything, we want to make sure that it's clear that we need more help up here. Excellent. Okay. Thank you very much. We're shorthanded. Be sure to mention that the uh, Commander Passe. Be sure to mention that uh, Mortis is the name of uh, an ogre that was living with Pulo. Mortis is the... Say that again? Mortis is the name of an ogre that was living with Pulo. They'll know what that means. They'll, they'll know exactly what you mean. Well, that's good because I have no idea what you're saying. Pulo? Yes. It could be just a coincidence. But... Fair enough. All right. So they sort of pack up and start heading south. Before we ride out, can I do ascending to someone in Prince Alma? I'm trying to think of who. Who would I know that would have access to the Star Dungeons that could check on the whole Pulo situation for us? Right, perception. Roll with an advantage because you'll all talk it over for a second. Sure. I mean, our brother knew of the startup. So we'll just kind of talk about it. 23? The deacon down there, his name was Custer. You remember him? Custer. You remember he had curly blonde hair, and like you can picture him, and that's enough for ascending. All right. If you're familiar enough to say, like, oh, yeah, I remember him, you can send him. Let let me check with the star dungeons, and she'll start doing the sending. Um, She'll say, Deacon Custer, what is the status of the star dungeons? We hear Pulo's minion might be loose. Any information? Says everything's fine here. What minion are you speaking of? Sending, of course. <laughs> Burning spells. Well, that's one way to get the spells out of the cleric. Yeah, you know, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's great. There was an ogre named Mortis who belonged to Pulo. Turnpike Legion say Mortis in First Men's Wood leading assaults on caravans and townspeople and he replies oh i remember the the undead ogre that had been down there that was it had just sort of wandered in from outside and pulo was annoyed by it lost its head thanks to you 
correct? <laughs> Not doing it again. <laughs> <laughs> okay, just leave it. All right, yeah, so she'll go, okay. So he reminded me that it was attacking Pulo's tower. Not that it belonged to him, and he wanted us to deal with it, and we killed it. So maybe the tower is in the woods, and Pulo just can't leave it? I don't know. I don't understand how it works. Sure. But, I mean, we may have killed Mortis, and he somehow resurrected, or Pulo resurrected him, something. Well, Pulo said something about if he kills them, they come back. Mm Mm-hmm. But if we kill it, it won't come back. Right. Every time somebody kills Pulo, he comes back. So, if Pulo passed his curse on, why wouldn't the ogre come back? I don't know. But at least we know what this thing looks like and what it's capable of, and we could try to be prepared for it. Well, and I remember from a, the theory that it was being controlled, it seems more plausible. Right. This whole time, Holg has been having flashbacks of this giant metal mace. Yeah. Spiky mace that, like, took him down in the middle of that fight. Yeah, that was one of the few fights you got knocked out in. All right. Well, let's just be wary. Sure. Get on horses and go. What? Thank the innkeepers and hope that everything's fine for them. Today's a little bit hotter. About an hour into the ride, you start getting to the outskirts. The road is you know, more or less paved. These big pavers that have been sort of brought in. Some of them are just ancient. They've been there for longer than any of you. And walk into this almost like archway of trees and into this tunnel through i mean it's not a real tunnel right but it feels like you're walking into a tunnel of foliage as you step into it too and it really started before you got there but because of the time of year there's just this wisp of sort of little cotton balls you know little little Mm. white things sort of floating through the air everywhere doesn't take long to recognize that this is just full of life right birds squirrels and rabbits and all kinds of stuff hopping around everywhere you see that relop seems much more comfortable suddenly like you just almost smiling as you step into the first men's forest. Traveling along the first men's road through the first men's forest. Is it completely covered above our heads? Do we have any sunlight coming through at all? Or you do it... get a little little bit, yeah. Okay. But it's, it's pretty thick, but you okay. can you can see. I wasn't sure if there's like a wedge between the trees the that we could actually see sky in. Or... Yeah, you know the light that you get usually comes down in bars. Okay. You know, lot, bars of light that are coming through. It's enough to. At this point in the day, to, keep, to make sure everybody can see fine. But that's how it looks. Okay. You might as well be standing in... In certain places, it's almost like standing in a barn. Because the light is just like coming through these little cracks yeah. that have made their way through. Yeah. Got it. The uh, the cottonwood has me pretty freaked out. So Hulk's going to just sure. wrap the bandana over well, his face I and just... I think we probably have done a disservice to hold too because I can't imagine that you've spent a lot of time yeah, on a no, horse. This is pretty Just being unsettling on, a, on a horse is a little uh, weird for you. Yeah. Riding on Luke in the second here is. <laughs> Jeez. You know, out of all the names, I like that one. I like that one. You know, there's people shipping your characters already. You're going to make your mount named after them? <laughs> yep, 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 yep. That's Man. better than everything else he's said. All right, perfect. I love it. I'm just. Wrote him hard all yet? I was going to say, I know. I'm not <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, you, you know what, Hulk? Go ahead and roll your. I'm not, I promise nothing terrible will happen, but just for, just for flavor, roll your animal handling. We'll Until just he rolls that one. Just see if it's acting skitter, skittish or. Not that bad. 14. No, hey. you, you really. You're, you're a little nervous about. Luca on the second, and you seem to be bonding. He with already well. listens to me more than the other one. Oh. <laughs> Zan will help you with like barding and stuff like that since okay. you're probably not used to it. And what color is he? Taupe. 
Sorry, what color is taupe? Is that like tannish? Tan. Okay. As soon as we get into the forest, I'm going to hop off the horse and just kind of walk alongside. You can't keep up. Horses Uh, have a walking speed of 40 feet. Relop, what's going on? (laughs) That horse is dumb. (laughs) (laughs) It is not dumb. It is a dumb, dumb horse. Why in the world would you say that? You want to ride the back Look of Look at Apple. the dumb horse. <laughs> it's the a perfect, perfect time to ha- name that horse. Dumb. There it is. I named the horse Dumb. <laughs> dumb and gnomish. I'm just going to follow along for a while. and He starts to trail behind. Yeah. Don't worry. All right, Relob, why don't you ride with Merc? Uh, I'll catch up. Let him be. He did this before on the Lugnavi River. Hmm. Are you going to stay back with him? Uh, I don't really remember a need. You'll catch up, right? I'll be there. Okay. All right. Eventually get far enough to where he's not within view anymore. He just yeah. sort of disappears behind you. All um, right. Everybody stop. We can't see While I'm see walking along, I'm grabbing some berries and roots and stuff. Okay. All right. You see that he starts foraging a little bit. Or like Merc notices it at least because I'm sure Merc sort of watches behind him. I'll just keep walking along. Okay. So are we actually fully stopping and waiting for him to catch back up? Uh, yes. Okay. If we can't see him yet, we have to stop. All right. So you wait, and he probably should be within sight by now if he's still coming at the same pace and he doesn't seem to show. I guess we're going to have to go back and find (laughs) Relop. It's the last time. Mm, I don't think so. I suggest next time we just tie him to his horse. (laughs) I agree with you, Paul. As you're having this conversation, you, you all sort of look around and like, okay, maybe we'll just go... And actually in front of you, so to the sort of northwest on the road. God, this is so much better. He's in front of us now? He's in front of you, and he is on a rabbit. It's about (laughs) the size of a dog. It's like this big dog-sized rabbit. Looks normal in every other way, and he's just barebacking this rabbit in front of you. Gods, what is that? Yeah, Lucan starts dying laughing and he (laughs) says, what in the world? (laughs) Told you not to worry about him. Uh, Worry no more. Why are you guys stopped? (laughs) They wouldn't listen. (laughs) Alright. You knew he was riding a rabbit? I knew he was up to something. (laughs) Fine, just get back on the horse. Oh no. Take off. (laughs) It's horribly cute as he keeps bouncing around on this little <laughs> rabbit the rabbit's kind of a tan sort of you know heathered color and you recognize that his beard which is normally white basically you know kind of a peppered white it actually kind of matches the rabbit a little more huh. it seems like it's almost like taking on that color interesting huh. mr Elop, is that tucker no this is a coney a who a coney you don't have conies in no the they city? don't because we've never seen a rabbit like this okay giant rabbit huh is that its oh, name man. or what it is? It's what it is. Okay. Does, Does it, it have a name? Doesn't need a name. Fair enough. That is fantastic. You notice too, like when he when he goes to do things, he kind of like he like does a little chittering to it and stuff. Like he kind of talks to it in yeah. what you might imagine would be like a rabbit language or something. Sure. Can I understand and that language with my new helmet? <laughs> no. Okay. Oh. By, by the way, that cat you cast it. Like it does. It's not automatic. You have to actually sort of like cast the spell to. to okay. Uh, but it wouldn't. It wouldn't work for. So that. is there a chance I wouldn't like understand the languages? languages? Just just in it's, general. I don't. As long as it's a like a humanoid like. Yeah, I was thinking it's language, language, there's an exotic language as yeah. a role, but otherwise. Okay. Yeah. All right. 
And it's just comprehend, right? That does it doesn't it's just comprehend. It doesn't mean you can speak it. It just mm-hmm. means that you can understand. It. I can read. I can read it. He so, read it and um, speak it. And if or, he talks, understand they understand it. him. Understand it. Yeah. Gotcha. So it's okay. A Star Trek helmet. Kind of. Yeah. Sure. Do we have a certain order that we're going in? I'm just that we so haven't, but we certainly can. Now that we've got all the mounts that we're going to have, yeah. How so wide is the? Well, horses will, I think, generally want to like ride in a single line, if I remember correctly. I mean, you could. Lucan is going to maybe not take the lead this time because he's going to try to stay close to Zan. It's, it's certainly wide enough so you wouldn't have to be single file. Yeah, I'll take the lead. Okay, I'll be in the middle somewhere. I'll be next to Zan. I'll be next to Lucan. Follow behind Merc. I'll be at the end. Okay. So Zan and Lucan are the only two yeah. riding right next to each other? Yep. So Seems like it. And then I have the other horse. Oh, you have his pack horse? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Let's Merc eat plus it. Plus pack horse. Plus dumb. <laughs> plus plus dumb. dumb. Then Merc and dumb. <laughs> Merc and dumb. Then the twins, and then Relop in the back. And I almost imagine Relop sort of moving around a little bit. Yeah. So like yeah. Sometimes he's ahead of you. Sometimes he's Is he down. moving faster than the horses are? He can, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just making sure. Definitely move faster. It's an agile little thing. Sometimes, too, it'll like pop into the off, the, it'll leave the road and he just pops back in. Right. Sometimes the rabbit's eating something when it comes back in. <laughs> She'll stop worrying about it after a while. Yeah, it's, it's a little bit yeah. nerve wracking almost at first, but yeah. then it's like, oh, yeah, okay. just the way it's going. Yeah. Cultural difference. All right, anything specific that day? We'll just sort of keep traveling and see what happens as we go. So, Lucom, what exactly are you guys heading up north for? Is it just for grain, or...? It is for grain, but we're also investigating what types of different magic we can use to combat knock. Are you just asking him? Are you trying to pull him aside and ask this? No, I'm just just asking out loud. Did we not speak to you about what's happening with Faridwin? I figured she got sent off to a different realm, but... That's correct. Have you heard of a place called the Shadowfell? Have I heard of a place called the Shadowfell? Roll Arcane. Yeah, I know the Shadowfell. 21. Yeah, I mean, that's, <laughs> you kind of get an idea of what it is. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, That's apparently where she is. We believe, or Master Yudas at least, believes that the Pyrians have access to knowledge as to what we can do about you know pulling someone from there, going there, and defeating them outright, finally. But she's still alive. She's still working on trying to bring Nock back. And she's specifically hunting me, hence why I have the necklace. Hmm. Do you know anything about that place? The Shadowfell? Yeah. Just passing knowledge, nothing Okay. really specific, but... Uh, sure. You know, it's a place of darkness, a place of sort of dark things. Right. Is there anything you're interested in checking out while we're up north? Yeah, I need to, uh, I need to retrieve an item for a friend of mine. Oh. Where exactly are you going to get this knowledge? We're going to Fire's Heart. Their library should have access to the knowledge we need, or at least we hope so. Access to some spells that the church apparently covers up or denies. I almost wonder if you wouldn't have better luck than the ruins of Meridor. Why is that? Lots of lost knowledge there, I heard. Is there a way to search it to find that? We can go there and find out. what, Or we could do research while we're up in Fire's Heart and see what they know. What do we know about Meridor? Do we know anything about it? From like a general knowledge standpoint, the role of history, yeah, it wouldn't probably be on the top of everybody's mind. Uh, Thirteen. You know that it was a it was a settlement from maybe the first empire or yeah. at least at least before our time that never really 
took hold again and you remember some sort of tie to the battle under the slab like something in history to where maybe people were there at the battle of, slab, of okay. the slab but as far as you know it's basically a ruin it's basically been left to rot so i mean we can certainly check fires heart and see if they have any records of what's in Meridor, and if we can find something that would be helpful then for sure but obviously my focus is to help feed the you know lucidum kingdom and hopefully get out from underneath of this hunter's mark that Faridwin has on me. If we have time for more, we can certainly try. Do you need our assistance in this? Meridor's a dangerous place. Eh. You say dangerous, I say exciting. I hear ruins and I'm like, eh, I'm in. <laughs> what are you looking for there? Destiny. Your sword? No. Part of it. Part of your sword? Yeah, I had a vision. I feel like the sword's incomplete. Okay. Hmm. Oh, do you have any issues of going to Fire's Heart first, and then maybe we can check out the other place? No. I'm just concerned that uh, this grain mission, do you know how much you actually even need to get to keep everybody reasonably fed? Our father gave us numbers. Yeah, there's numbers in the ledger. I have a ledger of what we need. Okay. I think Holg has the numbers, too. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Holg, do you buy any chance numbers? Um, no, no, not uh, anymore. Actually, actually, I did I know, the first sets for twenty-five platinum. We're not doing that. We're not uh, doing that. twenty-five platinum and a favor to be asked for later. Um, <laughs> okay, continue. No, we're continuing. <laughs> okay, so you're looking for part of your sword, Relop. You said you were looking for someone for your friend of yours. What? What do you need? Mark's looking for his sword. He's the friend you were talking about. Yeah. Inside. Very right. <laughs> <laughs> deception. Eighteen. Yeah, no. <laughs> He's not telling you the whole truth, yeah. You wanna push him? Nope. It's pretty par for the course. Well maybe we could find out about your egg too while we're up there. I was thinking about that. That thing's pretty cool. Yeah. Parents have a lot of uh knowledge about magic. What makes you think that they're going to give you their knowledge? I don't hope. I'm going to ask and hope that they'll be willing to help me out of the goodness of their hearts, I suppose. I won't know until I look this indigo woman in the face and see what kind of person I'm dealing with. Either we'll get the information or we're going to hit a wall. Be spectacular either way. <laughs> I don't know about spectacular, but... The question remains as to whether we want to stay in the Pyrian lands during winter. If all of this running about is going to take too long, we might be stuck when the I snows fall. We'll I figure it out. I don't think we worry about it now. I think we need to get there and... Well, I want to at least get the deal done as soon as possible. Working on Faridwin and the Shadowfell, I want that to take as long as it needs to take. I, The things I've seen with this necklace off, I need to get her away from me. I hope yeah, everyone absolutely. can understand that. I want her to come closer so we can finish the job. I don't know if that would involve you killing me in the process. Well, that would be less than desirable outcome. Hmm. I'm glad we're in agreement, at least there. Relop, as this conversation is going on, your companion, the Coney, decides that it wants to go into the forest again. Okay. Just sort of out of, like, in mid, you know, sort of yeah. middle of the conversation, just something like... You said again, though, so we've already there. seen him dart yeah, off. Yeah, we've seen him dart okay. off, and, you know, a lot of times, like I said, it's like... But he was on something. it when he would do it before, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Sees something. Well, no, I mean, with, like, he, yeah. he suddenly just, yeah. just sort of runs yeah. off like a cat that decides it needs to be in the kitchen. You know, sure. it's just <laughs> gone. And usually, you know, it's like goes to some vegetables or something and then right, right. grabs it and 
munches for a second and leaves. But a- as this happens, it like darts over, goes into the bushes. Everybody else, it just disappears. You don't see it. It's just gone from your sight. But Relop, it's like, it actually is hiding. Like it's, it jumped away because it saw something. <laughs> Great. What do you see? It took our away from us. Are we at like a campfire right now? I didn't. I don't no. know. We talked about where no. We I were. think this was just you guys traveling. Right? Right. We're all traveling. Yeah. Okay. Midday and on that first day, you haven't been on, hasn't been all that long. So is he still on the rabbit then? Yeah. yeah he, he, goes just he just darted mm-hmm. away. Okay. I'll lean in close and whisper. What do you see? Eras. Do I know what Eras is? You do. Is that the elven? It's deer. Yeah. Okay. So as that's happening. You guys all see him dart off and kind of look, and you see through the other side, from the wood on the other side, out pop these big stags, and there's men on the stags. Oh. They're not holding weapons out to you or anything like that. They're just, they just come out. Are they Saradin or are they They are. They're Saradin. Oh, okay. Yep. And you recognize very quickly, too, you see antler motifs. Hmm. What are they? Do they have, like, plate mail on or chain mail? No, mostly leather. Okay. But antler motifs is the, it's your mom's family. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they call them the Dearborn. Mm Mm-hmm. Now we know why, right? They come out riding these big stags. And these stags are the the size of horses. They're not not regular stags. Do Zan and I have like a comfort level? What, like, do we feel? It's, I mean, it's, it's a weird moment, right? But but we're not like, we don't feel threatened or anything. These are Arasia. These are family. At least to some extent. She'll kind of look over to Lucan and then look for, and then she'll raise a hand and in greeting in yeah, Elvish. Lucan does the same thing. Comes over and he just happens to be closer to Lucan as he comes through. But the guy up front, he's he kind of looks a lot like Lucan. He's kind of got sandy hair and it's long and sort of pulled up. Again, Sarah, he's kind of a big guy. He has a little bit of a beard. It's not as full as it's it's like a chin and mustache. Okay. And the rest is sort of partially grown in. He reaches out and he gives you, you know, he kind of grabs your elbow and does that like full on yeah, shake. Sure. The forearm sure. grip. Mm-hmm. Lucan says, good day, Dearborn. Good day. Safe travels. Safe travels to you as well. Is this all in Elvish? I don't know. Yeah, what, sure. Did you start sure. with Elvish? Or did yeah, you... I'd start with okay. Elvish. Sure. Then, he, then yes, he continues in Elvish. Uh, he I'll, says, who? Yeah, who? He, he looks very closely at the two Saradin. And it's like, it's kind of like he feels like he should know you, and he yeah. doesn't. And he says, who are you? He says, I am Lucan, the champion of light. My mother is Volna Amastasia, but formerly Volna Arasia. And that makes you Xanafia? Yes. Huh. Well, welcome to the wood. And it's a pleasure to run into you. You notice, by the way, that there are four of them. Yeah. A couple of them have like bows strapped on their backs, yeah. but but one of them you actually see a rifle on his back, Whoa. like a like a musket sticking out. The, like the the stock is sticking up, so he grab it over yeah. his shoulder. Okay, wow. how are the roads today? Seem clear today. We hear you're having trouble. Yeah, there's some things coming out of the wood, specifically the western end. They're coming onto the road, mostly giant kin. Hmm. We hear something about a leader named Mortis. We've heard that name. There's two of them. Mortis has a brother. You're kidding. That's what we've been told from those that we've been able to take information from. Is there a name for the brother? Mateo. 
Mateo and Mortis apparently are the two that are ogres of, of some sort. But the word is that that Mateo has some sort of magical ability, spellcasting ability. We don't hear that about Mortis. He just sounds like a a brute and maybe more charismatic than the average ogre. How far of a ride is it to the west to run into these two? We haven't yet found where they're headquartering. We've just been clearing the roads. You definitely can tell it's coming from the west, though. Mostly, which makes sense. There's a lot more west in the in the forest than there is east. We always have known that there's things like ogres in the wood, but you know, small pockets of ogres don't concern us if they're not bothering us. How far into the woods edge to the north? How many days ride from here? Oh, you're you're three weeks away. And it will be more of a risk of an attack to the north the closer we get to the edge? I don't know if I would say that. Maybe the more we get to the center. Oh. I think if you start heading your way out of the First Men's Forest, it'll start thinning out a little more. Any tips on how to navigate safely? This is our first time here. I would stay to the road if you can. He says, my biggest suggestion is to stay together. Don't separate yourselves in any wood. Uh, even the First Men's Forest. We think often of this place as a tamed, but it is not tame. It's certainly not the Great Wood, but it is the wilderness. Dan will kind of nod in agreement at the whole staying together thing and then look around. Where did Relop get away? You're missing someone. I point. Yeah, his rabbit took him that way. We'll get kind of get a weird look from the guy. Thank you for the advice, brethren. If you hear anything, you'll know that we'll still be traveling north. Feel free to contact us if you need to. Did he inter- introduce himself? I don't believe so. No, he did not. Yeah, I didn't catch your name. I'm Eris Arasia. And you know, as soon as you hear the name, you're like, okay, okay that I guy. know this guy. So this guy basically, like, you know that this guy, like, left the family for a long time, like, disappeared. Oh. And then kind of came back into the fold several years ago. He is now captain of the patrols, and he's sort of uh, seems to be making amends for his father, Anil. This is Anil's oldest son. Oh. oh. But you've never actually met him. He's much older than you. Got and it. And he was off in the world somewhere until recently. We just saw your father not long ago. Did you? And he's, he's well? He is. He is very well. He actually gave me this holster, or uh, scabbard. Sheath. And he takes it out and shows it. Oh, the antlers, yeah. Yep. I noticed that. Waiting for the perfect item to put in there. but Yeah? Haven't found anything that fits? I haven't found anything that's worthy of putting in there just yet. You know my father's kind of a joker, right? <laughs> well, yeah, of course, but... He goes, and he pulls out a pistol. Which comes out of nowhere, Lucan, right? like, freaks out for a second and backs up. Oh, just, uh, you're fine. And he goes, and he sticks it in your sheath. The pistol fits in a scabbard? In the yeah. scabbard? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. And he takes it back. You were right to say the word holster. He didn't give you a sheath. He gave you a holster. Am I wrong? Did he really give me a holster and I... I'm trying to remember. Did I did I goof this whole time? No, 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 no. Here's the here's the concept. Okay. You were given a sheath for uh-huh. a weapon that, that you couldn't figure out what fits in it. Uh huh. A gun fits in it, but you have no prior knowledge no, of that. I got you. Oh, so you're like, amazing. what the hell is this? Oh my this? god, that's amazing. Yeah, you're trying Perfect. to figure out what the hell it's is. It's a holster for a gun. Oh my god. <laughs> it's a little sleek. It's like you know. Yeah, like yeah, it's, sure. It it doesn't just cry. Gun, Lucan is dumbfounded. Yeah. It kind of expands as you put it in there. Yeah. Reach in my pack, fish around a little bit. I pull out my gun. <laughs> but yeah, man. <laughs> Reservoir dogs all of a sudden. <laughs> pull out the gun and I toss it to him. 
There you go. <laughs> Just giving him a gun? Lucan doesn't even know how to hold this thing. Like, he's super <laughs> scared of it. It's not loaded. I don't have any bullets for it. You can ask your friend there. It's not loaded? I don't have any ammo for it. I'll hold on to it for you. <laughs> no, he's got no. the holster thing. Just put it in your holster. I'll be fine. Does it fit? Yeah. All right. He puts it in. Well, now I guess I know what goes in here. You might want to ask for some bullets from your whatever, your friend. Have you ever? He takes it back out and he says, "Have you ever seen what in the world would you? What do they call them in this world? The pistol? Mm-hmm. When you pistol. say pistol, okay. Mm-hmm. Apparently, this doesn't have any ammo. Do you have, by chance, any ammo for this type of pistol? We do, but we we're not going to spare any ammo, no, that, especially that's okay. for somebody who doesn't know how to hold it. Yeah, I know that's okay. We're going to hold that's on to okay. our ammo. If you if you're heading west, you'll be able to get some ammunition there. Yeah, okay. Lucan's just holding it sideways. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. <laughs> he actually gives it back to to Merc. <laughs> And is and he just turns very the, ginger about. He turns every the Merc and says, "And if you want, if you need to replace that, as long as you've got some gold, you'll be able to do this." Does he, does he just offer to replace Lucan? <laughs> <laughs> that you know that. <laughs> I grab it by the obvious grip, and I just uh, never actually used one myself, but it seems rather intuitive, kind of like a uh, handheld crossbow. Mm-hmm. Point and shoot. You got to keep one hand free though, because you got to load that guy up with your other hand. Huh. Much like your crossbow, I suppose. Can you load it quickly? Can I load it quickly? I'm just curious. <laughs> You'll figure it out. The answer okay. to your question would be no. I have a question regarding your patrol routes. Where do you? Are you centralized out of somewhere? Is there a place where we can go as we travel that we could? be near patrols or within safety of patrols? Is there a call that we could use to in case we were in trouble? To I have this signal horn. Honestly, the signal horn would probably be a good idea. Okay. Somebody, okay. I can't promise somebody will be, be close. No, but... But we do, have, we do have stops along the way, places sure. that we stay. Are they hidden? Are they... Yes, they're all hidden. Are they marked you, in you any way that we see can look? You will see one along the road. They're marked, but very subtly... You're used to the antlers because of your mother, I'm assuming. Yes. I would look for antlers. Okay. See if you recognize that we've placed them in certain things. Very well. That's the best that I could give you. Very well. Eris, your father would be very proud of you. I will definitely let him know I ran into you the next time I see him. I appreciate that. Otherwise, I don't believe we have anything else. We'll continue on our way. Safe journeys to you and your people. May Lucian's light guide you. Does the rabbit come out? If I see this going on for a while, I'll uh, tell him I think it's pretty safe. We can probably come out. Okay. Do you want? Are you going to come out just as everybody's leaving? I'd like to. Yeah. Okay. I just like the idea of these these guys who are on these giant deer, just being flabbergasted by this little <laughs> gnome that goes by on this rabbit. <laughs> ah, there's a lot looking at each other like. We found her extra. Thank you. <laughs> she was going to wave her hand. There's our, wood, the, our woodland gnome very friend. Very quickly understand that this is not normal here either, right? Like yeah. There's, you don't really know of woodland gnomes in the First Men's Forest, right. so they must not have seen that before. Cool. We bid you farewell. Safe travels. As we walk off for a bit, Lucan turns to Zan and says, well, that was pretty amazing. I've never seen those in person. I've only heard stories about those deer. 
I can't believe our uncle gave me a scabbard for a pistol. He must have thought you deserved one at some point. I don't know. I guess. Merc, how... You've never used a pistol, or have you messed around with these before? No. I uh, I got this in uh, Briam, and I uh, have never had ammo for it. You bought it in Briam? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Where in Briam did they have guns for sale? Well, I could tell you, but I don't want to get anybody indicted. Eh, that's okay. You don't need to tell us. <laughs> that's fine. But, huh. Can I roll an insight check to see if I would remember when he, like, kind of got me out of the store? Uh, 14. Maybe roll deception just for your deception back then. Yeah, that works. <laughs> Retroactive deception. You know, like how sneaky had he been at the time? Mm. No. No. Yeah, you're kind of you kind of remember the place being called? shooed you out. What the place is called. What was that pawn shop? What was it called? Nest Egg Pond. Did you by chance buy this at Nest Egg's Pond? No, oh, you were paying attention. <laughs> huh. All right. Well. My cousin was telling me about how Mortis has a, another ogre friend. Some brother. Mateo. No, that's apparently a magician, and they are out west, apparently, and keep attacking this area, and they haven't been able to locate them yet. Do you guys have any interest in hunting them down? I think we have a time crunch. If we run into them, we'll deal with them, but we shouldn't specifically go after them. Maybe on the way back through, if there's yeah. still a problem. I suppose if they can't find them, we can't find them. But I'd rather not get lost in this wood either. Well, I'm with Zan on this. I will bring up one point. The goods going to and from Prince Home would have to come through here. Eventually, they're going to have to be dealt with. Right, which we can do on the way back after we've negotiated a deal so that there would actually be stuff coming through. I don't know how soon we would be coming back, especially if we have to go to Meridor. Does anybody have any way to track these ogres if we were to hunt them down? Relop, do you have any spells that would help? I can't think of anything that would. How good your tracking track. though? You no ogre track can't be that ogre hard. spell. <laughs> track evil ogre spell. I can track, but I'd imagine your cousin there probably has a better ability. Yeah. I have something that would be able to help, but I can only do it for an hour a day. Hmm. Care to elaborate? If I'm within a thousand feet of a specifically named creature that I know, I can track down and find out where it is, but I have to be within a thousand feet of it, and I have to concentrate for a full hour for it. You have to know them, right? You can't just Yeah, and I've seen Mortis before. Wow. So if I named Mortis... Would you allow that to work, Mark? Uh, We're assuming that it's the same. You have to be within a thousand feet. If it's within a thousand feet. If it was the same dude and it was a thousand feet. Well, I I think it would be worth... It's kind of a long shot, right? Yeah. I think it would be worth taking the long shot and and letting Zan try to track this thing for the next hour. I don't have it ready today. Mm. And we would have to go off into the woods within a thousand feet of it for a full hour. I don't... That seems like a really good way to get lost. This forest is huge, too, right? Right. I'm not a Make no mistake, it's gigantic. Compared I, to what... Okay. I'm not a fan of trouncing around an area we have no idea. May I make a suggestion? Okay. We go along the woods, and I say we're uh, not very careful about hiding our location. Take we're, off the necklace. Not that. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> like, you're out of the I'm out. <laughs> like, we're very blatant about our fire. Okay. So eventually we will be attacked by the ogres. Mm. Okay. But we're expecting that attack, so we're on guard for it. 
And then we try to get them to allow them to retreat. And then we track them back. How about we don't really try to show where we're at, but if we happen to get caught by these ogres. Well, we don't want to attract all the bandits and stuff that would be in this area, too, but... I know what you mean, though. Okay. The bandits might be thinned out because of these ogres. Ogres could be killing the bandits, too. Maybe. I don't I know. Mean, we handled that ogre pretty well. The attack on the inn was several trolls, True. ogres, and giants. They, they're they combining forces in ways that might be overwhelming for us. Well, Larson's Torch will at least give us a heads up if we get attacked here. I like the idea of letting one go and trying to follow it back. That's smart. But we have to get attacked for that to be an option so yeah. i'm just saying we uh not be careful about the fire that's fair okay we'll do that relap is your bunny okay what happened to him nothing he's just skittish can lucan pet him will he let him pet him <laughs> <laughs> i wouldn't recommend against it <laughs> you wouldn't you recommend it wouldn't I would recommend against okay. it. <laughs> well, we kind of wants to pet Certain it, and then you kind of give him the look toddler. so he doesn't pet it. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> it's called Big Fangs. That's <laughs> your pointy teeth. <laughs> you this is literally where I do the Monty Python thing. Yep. I've like included this just to attack One, the giant rabbit. Two, five. No, three. Three, sir. Three. So we get to the end of that day, and nothing's happened. We're in a camp. Okay. Okay. Did you just camp along the road? Uh, yeah, I don't up. see any reason why to, to hide off. Mm-hmm. Especially if we're going doing this plan to try to get noticed. And it's kind of safer. We're trying to get speaking. murdered. <laughs> we're trying not to get murdered. We're trying to get ambushed. So we're going to lay an ambush to ambush the ambushers. To be ambushed. <laughs> each, each one of these nights, real quick. Each one of these nights, Lucan's going to work out like he normally does. But he's also going to try to continue to pray and get that last tally off his soul sword. Okay. The watch orders are kind of normal, right? But you got to remind me. What's yep. the... Who's first? Hulk's first. Anybody with Hulk? Go last. Hulk's the guy with the ridiculous uh, passive perception, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> if anybody's going to be by themselves. Yeah. I can give that sword to anybody that's on a watch. No, it's if it's on you, it counts for everybody. Yeah, yeah that's true. you got to be within 30 feet. Yeah, he reminds everybody to stay within 30 okay. feet. I know Zan always likes to go last because of her spells, right? Praise, praise at dawn, so she goes uh, third shift. So are we doing Zan and Lucan at the end of the day? Or at the end of the night? If Lucan can stay on watch with her, he will definitely do that from okay. this point and on. So Murph and Relap together? Three watches? Yep. You think we're getting attacked? No, I just want to know. We're going to be on, <laughs> going to be on the road for a month, right? Mm-hmm. So now I know marching order and yep. watch order. Standard march, standard watch. I'm also going to be casting the hut every night. Oh. Do ritual casting of it. Nice. I love that spell. All right. Cast this little tent, basically, for for everybody. Lucan just sits outside of it sometimes because his helmet makes him comfortable wherever he is. <laughs> I don't <laughs> need no tent. Does it? Because he wants to show that he can. You seen my helmet? All right. That night goes nothing really happening. You know, there's certainly noises in the woods and all that, but and occasionally you see something sort of walking along the side, maybe a fox, maybe... You know, possibly you think maybe it's a wolf off off there somewhere, but it nothing wants to come near that fire. Oh, there my shift. I see if I can like take that continual flame torch and like wedge it so it kind of stays in the like I try to wedge it between the the scabbard for the great sword. Mm-hmm. So I'll see if it'll kind of stay. Just to stick it between the two. Yeah, like yeah, between the, my back and the thing. Just kind of try to wedge it in. 
I mean, you can get it I don't care long. if it works. I'm just trying something. Gotcha. Well, you're riding probably, but if you actually started doing some action, it'd probably come loose on you. Yeah, that's not gonna work. Engineering. All right. Next day, I'm gonna start casting into necklace. Okay. How long does that take? A month. Yeah. Which actually might work out perfectly if you know this yeah. does indeed take a month. Next day, it's pretty warm again. You know, the sun. You can't exactly see the sun, but you must be beating down pretty hard through the leaves. There's a not enough breeze as you'd like. Lights coming through in those bars. There's still the flecks of you know sort of cotton floating around in, in the air. That hasn't stopped since you walked into the place. You just kind of get yourselves together and start moving through again. It gets a little bit quiet. You're you're all getting like a little bit sort of recognizing like, oh gosh, here we go. This is going to be a long trek. (laughs) (sighs) What's the humidity like? Pretty humid right now. Yeah. Yeah. Like everybody's got a little bead on their forehead. It's too damn high. Except for this guy. He's calm. Any skin that you can expose feels good. Like just getting some cloth off of you. Reminds me of summer back home. It's about 10 a.m. probably, and you've been trekking along for several hours at this point. And everything just sort of starts to look the same. It's like you just, and, and like even when you close your eyes, you just see this, the road and the foliage sort of moving along. There's like a it, tree. You've been playing Guitar Hero too long, and it just keeps doing that in your head. <laughs> <laughs> That's and, a very specific example. <laughs> And everybody needs to roll their initiatives because the sword tells you something. The oh. sword jumps out and tells everybody, hey, wake up. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Dang. <laughs> Why am I at the top of this list? <laughs> something has gone horribly wrong. <laughs> Look where I am. Like, that never happens. You're going wow. dark, Zan. Okay. <laughs> Under normal circumstances, I would have completely ambushed you. Mm-hmm. With the sword, yeah, you guys. So you, so you won't have surprise. So, uh, Zan, everybody's just you know their spidey sense all jumps out at them, and there basically are two. You can see ogres kind of flanking the road as you're coming up. Okay, and they have like big crossbow looking things, and they're just like waiting and ready to shoot. Uh, with shoot them your direction. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. And yeah, they're giant <laughs> things, right? Like this ridiculously large stuff. At the same time, a bunch of logs do, out, sort of outside of uh, reaction, because uh, I'm having somebody else do it, <laughs> um, <laughs> a bunch of logs kind of roll into the road in front of you. Okay. So it's just like covered with, make it harder to get, to bust forward. Does that make sense? Uh, sure. So, so we just see kind the ones on the like side of the Ewok road. style, a bunch of logs. Yeah. And then the logs, down. we don't see anything other than the ogres in the road with the crossbows. Right. That's the only thing we see right now. Yep. Okay. We're two days into this adventure and we're going to lose our horses. <laughs> <laughs> How far Same off that. are they? How far ahead of us are they? They're actually pretty far. They are probably somewhere around 80, 80 feet. Like those, cool. those ballistas probably have pretty good range, but you happen to see them. Like, they weren't hiding as well as they thought, and the sword was like, bling, 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 bling. Okay, cool. Wow, we got to get rid of these horses. <laughs> um, and not get them shot and make sure they're safe and somehow <laughs> keep them around. I have no idea how we're going to do that. Ballista just shoots through three horses. Yeah, I'm just going to, like, horse you can know. We'll hit dumb. It'll be all right. That sound effect Thank was goodness. amazing. You just got to hit dumb. <laughs> dumb. <laughs> Not dumb. Not dumb. All right. So how many, how many of uh, ogres? I'm sorry. With the crossbows are in there. At this point, you just see two. Just two. One on each side of the road. 
Okay. There's more stuff, but that doesn't. I don't have to show you everything just yeah. because of the. And they're behind just because the sword told you you're being ambushed. And they're behind the logs. Are like the yeah, well, in front of they're, us and they're on the side of they're in the in the trees basically. Yeah, off to the side of the road, like in the foliage. Okay, and then the logs are just basically stopped. You know, because they don't want you to just like hit the gas and take off and just get get out of there. Right, right. Okay, you can imagine there's probably more more around them. But those, yes, that's what you guys see. Could Billy or Act? Do I think like a fireball in between the two of them would catch both? I don't. They're far enough. They're far enough apart. Okay, they're on the opposite sides of the road, right? Opposite sides of the road. Alright, so I am going to cast Beacon of Hope, and I'll keep that up in front of me, and you got to be within 30 feet of me to gain benefit of it. So she'll just glow, okay. and she'll draw a weapon and shield, and yell forward to what's happening, and then she'll just glow, and That's so can right. I move the horse just off the side, and she'll hop off and get behind a tree. That's it. And then just have the beacon sure. glowing. Yeah, That's it. for sure. You can get behind a tree. Yep. Yep. That's it. Alright. So, and, and what does Beacon of Hope do for everybody? While within 30 feet of me, we get advantage on wisdom and death saving throws, and okay. you gain maximum hit points from any healing I do. Cool. That's cool. All right, Mark, it's your turn. See these two ballistas pointing at you, basically. I just going to have to, like, basically, like, one of the edge, the opposite edge of Xan, and then I'm going to jump off the horse so that, you know, they aren't tempted to try to shoot okay. the horse So kind of similar to what Zan did, really. Yeah, but just the other side of the road. Just the other side of the road, yeah. Well, did, uh, did you not say next to Zan? Like no, opposite side. Opposite. opposite. Okay, there we go. Hulk, it's your turn. You can see a couple of ogres holding big old ballistas, and they're yeah. pretty far away. Like, throwing knife wouldn't do Right. It. I'm going <laughs> to drop I'm gonna drop off my horse. Which leaves you with going 15 to, like, move. the underbrush. Off to the roadside, and then I can use my bonus action to dash, which will give me my movement again, so another uh-huh. thirty feet. And it's, kind well, of, it's we're it's tight terrain, so you're right. you're really down to like fifteen feet at that point. It's gonna have okay. it's gonna have your move once you hit the brush. Right. Okay. Uh, so then another fifteen, uh, working my way towards uh, one of the ogres with the ballista. Okay. Are you on Zan's side or Merc's side? Uh, I'll stay on Zan's side. Okay. You want me to like stealth? Or... Are you trying to be sneaky? Yeah. Yeah, roll it. 29. <laughs> all right. Well, they don't notice here. We will see what... They, yeah. They just, I'll shoot you right then. 29! <laughs> we we see really perceptive ogres. <laughs> well, that was a nat 20, so... Hey! <laughs> Relapse turn. I'm going to go ahead and ride up to where Hold dropped off his mount and get off the Connie and then cast Mirror Image. Oh, okay. And move however much I can move from wherever that is. All right, just so you know, the the Coney will not have half movement if you wanted to stay on the Coney in the brush. Oh, that's, yeah, full movement. And actually, I'll just stay on and kind of shoot off into the forest and cast mirror image. Okay. On Merc's side or mine? Merc's side. Okay, so we got two and two at this point. All right. At that point, we basically see some ogres and one troll. There's basically three ogres plus one troll coming up out of the brush behind. So they had been like waiting further back and like waited to get to a certain point, and now they're all entering the, the behind us or behind the behind where you had been at least. Oh, okay. Right? So they're and en- they're basically entering the. They're all coming towards Lucan because he's the only one that hasn't got off his horse. Yeah. And a bunch of horses at this point, while okay. everybody else has sort of jumped over to the sides of the road. 
Does that make sense? They were yeah. waiting on the sides, and now they've yeah. So there's the two two there's ogres one with the troll, crossbows, it's, and yeah, there's two ogres with crossbows yep. up front, and now from behind you've got basically four kind of melee monsters. Okay. And one of them is a troll. One of them happens to be a big green troll, which you what do they have for weapons? Clubs, and the trolls just like claws, natural claws. Mm-hmm. Okay, Lucan. You're gonna say a couple of them do. They would get a chance to, to like get up to you at that point. Okay. So you turn around and you see basically you've got the troll and you've got the ogre on you. Now the troll's not gonna quite be able to attack yet. Like really honestly, he's coming up afterwards. But like that's kind of where we are. The view of it, you mm-hmm. see them coming up on you. But the ogre's gonna go first. <clears throat> he's basically got a big old log. Okay. You know, it's and he's gonna swing it at you. And you slam it away yes. as he's as he swings. So just your shield sort of bounces past. It's pretty seriously heavy, but he happens to catch it just the wrong angle, and you can get it away from you. Okay. It's now your turn. So now you're basically you're looking at an ogre. I guess the troll technically is like on his way back up, or you know he hasn't quite yeah. made it to you yet. I'll just, he's like yeah. coming up close. But right now you're on your horse, and there's an ogre standing right there. There's actually. Three ogres, but there was only one of them that was close enough to be like right on you. I will swing right back at that ogre that took a swing at me. Sword lights up. Rolled a 22. Hits. I'm going to divine smite this bad boy at a level 2. 28 points of damage on the first hit. Ooh, nice. He gives out a big old yell when he okay. swings. The light intensifies as you hit him and just catch him. Blood just sort of sprays from across the front of him. He's standing sure. and everything, but like that was a pretty good hit on him. All right. He will take another attack on him. And this time, I only roll a 17. Hits. Big target. I will Divine Smite that guy. uh, Divine Smite again. 15 points of damage on this one. He is an all... He's just a mess. You you hit him, and then he's like... And you whip around again. It lights again. Catch him. He almost falls over, but he's still sort of toppling standing there like the okay. guy it, it, you really did some damage to this ogre and then he braces for impact <laughs> <laughs> so the archers are gonna shoot it's kind of a kind term because it's not really an archer right it's like yeah. this big thing it's shooting one of them is going to shoot at Lucan on that horse in the middle of the road there and he hits so as you hit you this thing's almost fallen over and suddenly this spear basically shoots your way this giant bolt 22 points so just catches right underneath your split mail and you've got this big bolt sticking out of you and it's like really thick too you know it's like bigger than a javelin lucan gives a third yell and this time it's in big time pain but he keeps his shield up and is ready to fight back you know i gotta say i think the other one's gonna shoot at him too Sure. Makes sense, right? He's the only real good target. <laughs> yeah. Or the other ogre. Wow, the other one hits you too. So glad we all oh, took cover. Baby. <laughs> oh, baby. Well, I mean, it's fit. It's it how it makes goes, sense, right? right? Yeah, yeah. In the middle of everything. <laughs> Next time you're going to pay attention, okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how did I roll so far? You should have seen the roll on that second attack. It was weird. 24. Oh my god. So he gives out another huge like, yell. And then the other one comes in and catches him right underneath the arm. So he's got these two big bolts sticking out yeah. of him he gets as he's on his horse. Big old painful screams. Yeah. Oh, hi, Bormer. <laughs> yeah. Signal horn. Signal horn. The troll gets up there too, but it's not quite enough to, okay. to, to scratch at you. So you're, ba- I mean, Lucan is sitting there with these two bolts sticking out of him, <laughs> and he's got four monsters. I mean, and these are. 
big old monster. Right? This is not, you know, and everybody else is sort of off the side of the road. Pansies. So, Zan, that's the scene. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. How far away is Lucan? He was right in the middle of the road. Yeah. I would say he's probably about 40 feet from 40? Yeah, I figured. Okay. So, she's going to run. She'll move the 30 feet back towards him. Okay. Knowing I'm going to be possibly targeted. She's kind of running down the side yeah. of the road. She's going to run along the side of the road towards him. And then she's going to pull the shield up in front of her, level the sword on top of it like she usually does for stabilization. Mm-hmm. And she's going to fire Scorching Ray at the troll incoming on him. Okay. Because you said there was a troll that was yeah, making yeah, its way. And I know that those are particularly dangerous, especially if they're not taking fire damage because mm-hmm. we fought one of those before. So she's going to take a shot. We're going to go ahead and do Scorching Ray at third level. So I will shoot four of them at him. Nice. Uh, the lowest one I got was a 19. So yeah, they all hit. Okay. Yep. Oh, sorry. One of them was a two. Never mind. I didn't get that one. So okay. I got three hits. So three of them. All right. And you won't be able to regenerate it. Yep. 19 points of damage. Okay. As three... Scorching rays go running, and she's screaming for Lucan, just firing over the top of him and hitting sure. that troll in the, in the chest. Yep, yep. Kind of igniting he's him. Just on coming fire. up too, like he's just about to almost have cover almost yeah. you know, from the horse. But just as he's coming up, this fire comes as she comes running down the side, yeah. catches him with these little darts of fire. Does your hood fall down? Yes, it does. Yeah, her hood falls down. Yeah, her short hair. She is sprinting full speed all to see Mark Zan. She's evolved. Merc, it's your turn. This is the alt skin. This is the DLC skin. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> you got Merc to laugh. That's what You're welcome. <laughs> All right. I shout out. Get the archers. And then I'm going to turn around and run back. And then I'm going to action move and then engage. Okay. Right. So you just get your closing. Yeah. I'm closing. Okay. And then, yeah, give me a second here because I'm going to then uh, action surge. There you go. And then um, I'm just going to swing at the one that was closest. I would have been able to move 60 feet, so uh-huh. yeah, I, was, if I should have been about 40 feet was away. Was that one that he had really hurt? Mm-hmm. You I just probably, you, when you get there, you can see the one's pretty bloodied, and I think you could get to him. Okay, I'm mm-hmm. going to him. Because the, the horse is sort of like back, it's, I don't know what you call it, rearing. You know, it's like, it's yeah. like jumping back and forth and kind of, it's freaking out because these big monsters are coming after it and as it does that it kind of opens a gap for you sure is a uh, 14 hit hit uh yes hits it, it's pretty messed up oh yeah it's oh. like slack jawed almost 13 so lucan as you're getting these bolts and you're just like oh my gosh i'm becoming you know i'm getting overrun and your horse is really starting to freak out like it's gonna it doesn't know what to do because it thinks it's about to get mauled by this troll and as you, you're just like looking down at them, like you're not sure what to do with it. And this steel just comes shooting up and like catches that ogre that you had been fighting right under the throat and just and like pulls out and blood just sprays all over your white horse. Okay. And it drops. That horse is not white anymore. I'll call him Artix the Red. <laughs> <laughs> It's really funny. It's really funny you pick the same name that I picked for some like really smarmy little dude. Like yeah. that was terrible. All right, uh, I have another attack actually because action surge. I got a full action. Oh, because of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because of that. Yep. The troll just took some fire damage. Yep. Yeah, I mean, if he's the closest guy, I'll step next to him and I'll hit him. Yeah, that work. Don't be garbage. Twenty-one. It's and then like I am going to use uh, menacing attack against him. What's menacing do? That's not the new one, right? Yeah, yeah it is one of the precision. new ones. Oh, okay. 
Precision is one of the ones I swapped out for, but Menacing is one of the new ones I gained. So when I hit an enemy, I can expend a spurry die and gain damage, and then he has to make a wisdom save of DC 15 on a failure. He is frightened of me. 15 points of damage to him. Okay, so you, uh, you catch it. Let me see if it's... And it's kind of split it open a little bit. It's kind of smoking from the, the spell that just hit it. If you roll a 10, I can't imagine Troll having a plus 5. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so it hit, gets hit and it like looks at you like... <laughs> Turn into an old man. <laughs> Get me out of here! Alright, Hulk, it's your turn. Let's see. So how far away am I from one of the ballista guys? 30 closer, so 50 feet probably. He said you were 80 away. Yeah, and still dealing with the fact that they're in the woods. and Right. It's going to have your movement. And I don't like the aspect of me going one-on-one with an ogre. <laughs> oh, it's fine. You'll be fine. Could be fine. <laughs> they're obviously good at ranged and not melee. <laughs> ignore, this, ignore these two pieces of rebar so, sticking out of me. Yeah, right. Let's go ahead. Let's go continue towards uh, one of the ballista guys. Okay. Yeah, you can at least distract them. How far range? Do you have a range attack? Could you move uh, twice and then... I could toss a dagger, but... At 20... Which you yeah. can do on a double move. You could double move and throw a dagger. Yeah, but it probably wouldn't be worthwhile, right? No. <laughs> Did you buy? Well, no. Dagger? Actually, you might still get sneak attack off on. Okay, you would buy daggers. Yeah. Yeah, you get a sneak attack. But presumably, I yeah. would rather not use my surprise attack on a dagger as opposed <laughs> to a sword. Yeah. What if you crit? <laughs> so just move That's and try to get you. around him. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead and roll your stealth again, just to make sure that you. We want to make sure that he's paying attention to other people along the way. Uh, that'll be a 24. Relapse turn. So you're moving still, still on the Coney, right? Right. Fireball on Lucan. <laughs> no, right in front. It's right the only way to be sure. <laughs> <laughs> He's surrounded. I mean, you may as well. How far away from the uh, one of the Ballista Ogres am I? Uh, you moved, I'd say you're probably about 30 feet move because you kind of, the rabbit kind of runs through the Ogres right. a little differently. I'm going to start uh, moving up on one of the Ballista Ogres, pull a Caterpillar cocoon out, and cast Polymorph. Okay, nice. Uh, it's a <laughs> wisdom saving throw. All right. Yes. First first time using this spell. We're not going to uh, see it. We're looking away. You can turn people into animals. You can turn into anything, yeah. Yes! What? Yes. Did he make it? What's what, 15? Is that what we're looking at? Yeah. For, Oh, oh, he made it! Dang it. it, he did. Welcome to the big leagues. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll, uh, just... I rolled an 18. Yeah. It, it even had a minus on it, but I still beat it. Yeah. Okay, I'll uh, go ahead and in a circle around to the uh, further into the forest. Okay, just try to like start moving that direction, but keeping an eye on him. Yeah, sure. Ogre's turn. This is gonna be rough. Yeah. <laughs> Pick me up by the Come rebar. On, man. So let's do this. Man, everyone wants to be a cow or something. Well, I just need to survive this, these attacks. That's the, all I need to do. Those ballistic guys have more targets now because we're all out in the middle of the road-ish. Okay, so the ogres are going to go one less. There's only two of them. At this point, basically the, you've got, because they have big old clubs, all three of them, their target is Lucan. That's all we got. That's the only they, option he's, we have. No, there. I'm right up there. He just oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. And then yeah, I'm yeah. a little ways away from them. Gotcha. So it's, well, you're... Yeah, yeah I'm behind, but... Okay, sorry. So we have two targets. Good good point, good point. All right. He has, has targets. targets. <laughs> you guys ever seen Gallagher? Yeah. All right, so you just made the kill. We're going to make the first one towards you, and they'll make a random after that. Or, you know, we'll just see what they end up with. First one swings at you. 
and just this big club hits the ground next to you, just cracks one of the pavers on the road. The second one swings. Whichever one's going on Lucan getting warding flared. Okay. Disadvantage. This one's going to go after Lucan. <laughs> it's within range? You... 30 feet. Okay. All right. She just, no! This one swings. Lines up in the eyes. So I got to roll a disadvantage. Disadvantage. And misses. Yes. (laughs) Again, slams past it. The other one is going to go after Merc. Okay, so the troll? This is not the troll's turn. Troll's until later. I thought there was three ogres and one of them died, so there's only two. Yeah. So one on Lucan. Oh, you're right. You're right. That was two. Never mind. Never mind. So I would like to signal strike the second ogre. The one that's attacking Lucan. 25. Hits. 11. 11 push damage. Alright, so he kind of swings at Lucan, misses as his club hits the ground, Merc kind of slices at him and kind of opens a little wound on his side and he sort of turns. Nice. Alright, Lucan, it's your turn. He's just going to give out a big yell and take a swing at the one that Merc just hit. Yep. Okay. Oh, wait a minute, there's a troll the tr- right next the to me, troll, right? Yeah, troll's no, he's swinging at he's swinging the troll's the probably, troll. probably taking more damage. Yep. And, and he knows they regenerate, so yep. he's going the after... troll's more dangerous. Way yeah. more dangerous. He's going after the troll, giving out a big old yell. I rolled 24 to hit. It's... I'm a divine smite. Yes, you are. Damn straight. <laughs> Use my last second spell slot for it. 20 points of damage. Wow. Yeah, just... It, it, what's funny is it's not paying any attention to you. It's just looking at Merc, and it's like... Ah, ah, ah. It's like it just seems like it's all weirded out by Merc. It doesn't like him. So it's still standing though? No, it's still standing. Yeah. Alright, second yep. attack, take a swing on that guy again. Ooh, this time I rolled a, an eleven to hit. Oh, uh, that misses. <sighs> you do, by the way, you keep having flashbacks of this troll with teeth over your shield in those tunnels in Lucidum, right? Like you mm-hmm. definitely took some damage from a troll before. Mm-hmm. Alright. Archers are gonna shoot. We're going to give him three reasonable targets. Yep. And I'll just kind of roll in. Merc, one of them is shooting at you, but you kind of have cover. So we're going to give him that option. We'll give him that. (laughs) There's a lot of of Your horse. It's like apparently it's picked out Hulk, or I'm sorry, picked out Merc as a problem. And so this bolt comes flying by. Um, and it just hits a tree on the other side of the road. Like, it just keeps going. The range on this thing is stupid. Because <laughs> it goes, woof, and you almost feel it come by, like, by your face. You feel the wind of it, and then you just hear it, like, shatter a tree. Like, yeah, <laughs> just splinter into something. The other one is going to shoot at Lucan. Oh, come on. <laughs> All right, taking a shot. Yep. I'm glowing like the sun. And oh, and it comes through. <laughs> Again, both bolts just go <laughs> boom, boom, and they just fly by. Oof. One thing about Lucan is at least he's got a lot of armor on. So yes, he does. That's helping him. I'm a little shiny. All right. He's not being uh, mean and shooting the horses. No, that's very nice of them. Lucan the troll's swinging at you. All right. I've already used my reaction, so I can't work for him again. He's got three attacks. No. Oh. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> All right, bite comes in. Clock. I didn't do that the first time. Bite comes in. Claw comes in. Oh my gosh! Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, baby. It's a little Get bit wrecked. Like, so like it's biting at your shield. It's scratching all three all attacks. Over. Yeah, all three of them. It's just like uh, shield, it's baby. freaking <laughs> out. And while it's doing that, it's trying to shift away from Merc. It doesn't nice. like Merc. That is amazing. All right, Zansern. All right, so she's going to move the additional ten feet. 
She's going to get to Lucan on the horse. Is he facing, like, away from the ballista people or towards them? Probably Lucan is kind of away from them. Kind of away from them. Mm -hmm. Okay, so she's going to run up, because I'm assuming those bolts are kind of, like, in his back kind of situation, or at least on his side. Mm -hmm. She's going to run up, grab them, and go, I'm so sorry, and pull. (laughs) And just yank both of them out with one hand, if she can, just try to yank them out. And then she is going to radiant her hand and then just press right into it. Okay. I am going to go... The way we described it, they're on opposite sides. We're going to get one out. The other okay. One the other one, that's fine. It's not going to be that important either yeah. way. I'm going to cast Cure Wounds at fourth level. Nice. I have Beacon of Hope up, so it's max healing. Nice. So it is going to be 44 points of damage back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In one go. <laughs> and no more amazing. no more nonsense to Zan yeah, about. shut up. Not Yeah. (laughs) Notice how that took two different spells to do that amount of crap. (laughs) All right. She likes me. And you do it just for the hell of it. So I'm trying to clean out Mm -hmm. the wounds as much as possible, and she's just going to try to win. You're kind of struck by how heavy this thing is. Yeah, I'm sure. You pull it out, and you're like, boom. It just, like, drops out as the... Like, this is a weird thing, right? Like, what is this? Mm -hmm. Merc, your turn. I like to press the attack against the troll. Okay, uh, I'll take my first attack at it, and I'll just come in. I'm going to come in for a low sleeping blow and try to go for his legs. 16. Hits. And then I will do a trip attack. He stays up. 18 points of damage, and I'd like to come in with another attack. And can I, like, use my movement to try to, like, wedge myself between the troll and Lucan? Yeah, I mean, you could try. There's not a lot of room, but you can certainly, like, sort of shimmy over a little bit. Sure. That cut to, like, definitely it's it's looking very frustrated right like you think it would probably run if it had the chance almost but you're afraid to let it because it's been lit up and it's like oh, it's no, really you, hurt at this point i wanted to run i didn't hit with fire this round he's no longer frightened of me by the way 19 to hit it's uh, i will spend another superiority dice and do another menacing attack seven plus five is 12 13 and he needs to make another wisdom save of 15. 13 damage yep 13's enough that's actually one more needed so <laughs> troll goes and like falls backwards and just sort of greenish blood sort of sprays out it almost looks like it like deflates almost as he drops to the ground and quivers a little bit and now we're down to two trolls in front of you Oh, I'm sorry, ogres. ogres. And then two ogres out in the woods. Hulk, you can reach one of these guys. Yeah, I'm going to go around and I'm going to try and surprise one from behind. Okay. You have, again, as you get closer to this thing, you have weird memories of getting hit with this giant mace. Yeah. And he's got, this This one has like a club on it. Like it, it reminds you of that. Pickpocket him from the club. <laughs> uh, the AC 23. Dudes. What are you doing to it? He's just jumping out from behind bushes and stabbing at him. Ah! Some fries, mother trucker! I saw six. Muppet style. (laughs) 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 Ah! That'd be 19 points of damage. Hey, nice. And then I will use my offhand with Toreador's mouth. He yells out, AC9, so nothing there. AC9, yep. Oh, you gotta make that guy bleed. You go to, like, the yell almost throws you off. Uh, Relop, it's your turn. Surprise. Which ogre is he on? I think he's on the other side, isn't he? Yeah, he's on the other yeah, side. Yeah, because he went to where he went to the other side. Yep, yep. Okay. So you're I'm on gonna, the fresh guy. I'm going to go ahead and light the one hogs on with the uh, laurels. He uses the laurels of victory, the yeah. headdress that he has mm-hmm. hidden under his hair, basically. And uh, corkscrews are on their way. One's a natural 20, uh, 19, <laughs> and a 7. 
Okay, so the first two hit, the first one's going to do double damage. The other one kind of shoots up and throws a bunch of leaves off a tree. First one does ten points. Poofs a bird. Ten? Second one does eight. Okay, ten was the crit? Ten was the crit total, so. So eighteen. Just as this is happening, so Hulk, just as you dab into this guy, these little corpse trees come in and catch him, and then one hits a bird's nest above you and kind of makes it explode. (laughs) Instant omelet. <laughs> All right. You've been wanting an omelet. Yeah. Oh, it's Ogre's turn. What do we got left? We got two left, don't we? Yeah. Ah. Two, one's two her, in one's our fight one's, back here. One's fresh. Each, each of them's going to get a swing. So one's going after Lucan. Oh. <laughs> Crit. <laughs> oh, no. At least I got healed first. <laughs> <laughs> I made a mental decision to Maybe. boarding flare Mercs, and apparently that was a mistake. <laughs> Yeah, it is a mistake to try to save Merc. <laughs> I will just HP my way out of it. 30. Yeah. 30 just bam! This big just cracks. It hits you in the magic helmet. I just healed that. Blood just shoots out of the front of it. I would like to. You almost come off of the horse. <laughs> and the other one swings at Merc. Warding flare. And I would like to symbol strike the the previous one. I think I missed with an eleven. <laughs> Disadvantage on the one for him. Actually, an 11 will hit. That's exactly what you need. Oh, oh wow. Oh, my gosh. They're big targets. Yep. Uh, big, fleshy targets. 13. Decide if he was the wounded guy. He was. All right. Catch him. Then the other one, the fresh one, is going to swing at Merc, and you are Warning flare. flashing him. So yeah. he's going to have disadvantage. Don't say flashing him. That's just gross. And <laughs> he... Uh, you know what? He would have critted, but he missed instead. <laughs> oh, my God. They both critted? Okay, so that one missed, and that means it's Lucan's turn. My turn. Mm-hmm. Two left in front of me. Uh, yeah, two ogres that are. All right. I'm sorry, one's fresh, but one of them's pretty beat up. I will take a swing at the one that hit me. He is gonna retaliate here. Take a swing. Crit twenty on crit him. Twenty. Nice. <laughs> That's three, gotcha. I think I'm gonna divine in a row. I'm gonna divine uh, smite this guy. Yeah, you are. Jeez. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. You guys better behead <laughs> this thing. This, this is where you find out he only had two hit points. There. Yeah, right? Nice. We're doubling damage, right? <laughs> yep. 33 <laughs> points of damage. So, yeah, just, just kind of staggers back. Kind of, It's still standing. But All right. Second attack on this guy. Just blinking. I rolled a 14. Hits. I will divine smite on this guy. Yeah. <laughs> 17 points of damage on that shot. And he gives out a big old yell. Okay, yeah, so just kind of staggers back, and then he just calls on Lu- on Lucian again and comes down and just and just slices that sword right down the side of his neck. It just busts through his collarbone and down in, like, just carries on down through his chest. Oh, you Rob Roy'd him. <laughs> <laughs> and it just sort of stands there for a second, kind of starts to split open as it falls backwards. So one fresh ogre in front of you guys. One fresh ogre in the woods, and then the one that the two have focused fire on. So, the archers are now going to do something. One of the archers just got swung at at close range, and so he is now going to turn on the rogue that's stabbing at him. Oh, hi. And he really, he doesn't even grab his weapon, he just takes his big fist, <clears throat> and he just sending it your direction. Uncanny dodge. Okay. Okay, yeah, so he's going to hit five. Five push damage. So just, you just kind of move out of the way and just kind of get caught, but like you've you've sort of moved your body out and not taken the full brunt of the punch. The other one is going to turn and he's going to shoot at the caster that just shot a bunch of stuff past him. 
And so he, yeah, he hits. Ooh, lose a mirror image. Is that all it does? Yeah. Like there's no worries it, about it? It, it does zero damage. It blows up the mirror image. In the the mirror so there's five of him and he's trying to figure out which one is him. So Are there five him. of them? Four. 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 So now really? three. It just yeah. gives you So, so you're nice. just straight immune to nice. like four attack? No, like he rolls and I'm like an 11 oh, plus. I got to roll a mirror image. six or higher. Now I got to roll an eight or higher. Mm-hmm. Perfect. And then an 11. Right, nice. As to whether they luckily hit him and not the mirror image. All right. And he looks very confused. Yeah. And uh, Troll's turn and he's gone. Zan's turn. Is he regenerating? I guess that's the question. He's, he's still laying on the ground, right? Yeah. Okay. So she's going to pull... Oh, yeah, because he went down on a turn without fire. Yeah, he did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Just, yeah, yeah. We'll know it later. So she's yeah. going to pull the other bolt out of Lucan. <laughs> You're showing me how to use the shield. Try not to get hit this time and do it again. We're going to do a level three healing word. Okay. So oh, that's yeah. going to be 38 points back nice. to you. Nice. And then I'll move my way around to the last remaining ogre. So I'll stand side by side with Mark. Okay. Yeah, if he takes his hit points back, he, there's nothing stopping him from attacking, right? Uh, he go, he'll he have to take half up. his movement and stand up and then yeah, yeah, come yeah, at yeah, us. Yeah. We're going to have him attack. Sure. There's no re- like, we got to do that. It's a freaking troll. All right. So cool. We did a little a little bit out of order there. Sorry. But, uh, <laughs> but the, no, no, it's my fault. <laughs> so as that happens... You see the troll sort of because it had split open, right? Yeah. Like, and suddenly it just sort of like, like stands up again, and then just, and it's going to go after Lucan. Doesn't like Lucan. <laughs> I get that. Neither, neither does Fools. <laughs> Real up and Mark kind of don't like me either. <laughs> we like you better than them. It slashes too, but its bite comes in and just gets you for ten. You get basically this bite ha, comes in and it kind of catches your forearm as you're basically like, what about my shield? Ow! And like, you know, sort of catches underneath your shield. Merc. So I have a troll and an ogre engaged with me. Mm-hmm. And the ogre's fresh. Yeah. yeah. Didn't... This, this ogre's untouched. There's one archer that's untouched. There's And there's the one melee that's untouched. So then... All right. I'm going to swing at the troll. So I... Uh, Menacing attack, so he needs a wisdom save. Okay. And then it, it does 17 points of damage. Okay, 17 drops him. Just... And you cut him again, and he falls to the ground. Okay. okay. Uh, and then I'm going to swing at the ogre. 26. Mm-hmm. Rolled 667. Six, <laughs> Pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> 24 points of damage. Nice. All right. So and then he needs a wisdom save. Big or, hit on that guy. He does not, yeah, and he, and he looks scared. Like, he's running around. And I'll say, I got these guys. Just go help the others. Okay, hold turn. Over in the woods. All right, uh, we'll start with the, uh, the Lucite Blade. That is going to be a miss. It's a 10. And then uh, Toreador's Malice is a 16. Hits. One point of damage. <laughs> One point of damage. <laughs> <Just like, laughs> Deftly hits. Yeah, Constitution. <laughs> DC 15. That's not what you want it to be for an ogre. Yeah, right? No. No, yeah, he, he doesn't pass it, so he's... Yay, bleeding! Like he, he, it's funny because you hit him with just, like, barely catch him for one point, and then it just, like, <laughs> just spews blood. Like, All right, relock. I'm going to go ahead and do Gorching Ray, two at the uh, fresh guy, and then one at the one. The lowest one I got was a uh, 17. Yeah, those all hit. 11 points. The other guy gets 14. Okay, so these horseshoes kind of... And one of them 
it hits the one and it kind of yells out. The other one kind of busts in. Both singed by it, but it doesn't seem to be like the biggest thing that's happened to them. Do they? You know, like they're, right. they're still kicking. All right, so we got the word ogre is on my notes way too many times. <laughs> All right, so we have one ogre left, right? Mm-hmm. Plus theoretically a troll if it came back, got yes. back up. And the yeah. other two ballistas. And then the two archers. Okay, yeah. so we're de- so this when we get here, we're dealing with the one guy. In one front. dude. So he's scared of Merc, which means he's swinging at Lucan. Sentinel strike. A warding flare. Misses the heck out of Lucan. And then <laughs> 14 to hit, 15 points of damage. Okay, it's looking pretty bad, but it's still kicking. That was it's churred. It's pretty, pretty wrecked. Lucan hears Merc say, help the others. So Lucan puts his sword shield away and steps away with his horse and you're gets gonna, his... You're going to have to disengage. Oh, I'll have to disengage. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, he's going to swing at you. So that's a free strike type of thing? Mm-hmm. You can and disengage you and move 40 movement. with the horse, though. Yeah. So you can still get a lot of the ground. He will carefully move away on his horse. Okay. And start to prep for getting out his longbow. The archer is going to punch again at Holg. Mm, misses. So big, big fist punches through. You kind of dart out of the way and it hits hits a tree and just sort of takes part of it out. The other one's going to shoot He at... takes four damage from bleeding. Oh, nice. <laughs> Blood guys. That's the original one, too, yeah. yeah. And then constitution saving throw again. Passes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So it kind of seems like he cleans up, but he could fail it to keep stacking out. So that guy, yeah, he, he punched a tree, took four damage from bleeding, and probably a little bit from punching the tree. <laughs> and then the other one on the other side is going to shoot at the spellcaster again. He misses anyway. Does he take oh. out your... No, uh, no, if he misses, then it doesn't affect All right. him. Yeah. Never mind. All right, that was the archers, and now it's the troll's turn. Nobody got it. Nobody stopped him, did they? All right, Merc, you're going to deal with the troll. He step up again. All right. So he, the last one's gonna catch it, but the first two he was just like, you know, just like biting into armor, and he's just kind of freaking out at this point. I have to imagine he's not scared at you after you died or whatever, and he came back. So the last one is gonna gonna get, yeah, he gets you for ten. He just catches you with his claws, kind of in, a little bit in the neck. I mean, nothing you know, real deep, but he catches you enough to scrape you up. All right, Zan, it's your turn. All right, she because troll keeps getting up. Yeah, she's gonna run over towards that. She's going to put her hands in the spread fashion and then just burning hands in the cone straight upwards, kind of in a slashing motion up towards him. Uh, Dex 30, 15, uh, okay. saving throw. It'll be fire damage, uh, 3d6. He'll take eight points of fire damage, halved if he saves. Oh, he's going to take half. Okay, take four. It's still fire. Okay, yeah, that's a good thing. And then she'll run up and engage him. That'd be me. I'll take a swing at the troll. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be 24 to hit. Oh, I did more than six. <laughs> he didn't look at his dice. He just, just throws him. He just like looked his. <laughs> I rolled double one uh, for the record, which I re-rolled it to two one. It's still more than six. Okay, so you know this fire comes at it and it yeah. kind of like retreats from it almost, and just as it's like looking at her and like, oh, I'm gonna get her, the head just gets chopped off by this great sword. She's like, stay down. <laughs> at it. And then I'll swing at the last oh, ogre. Yeah, I hit him. I'm assuming I hit him with a 19, uh-huh. and then that will do 13 points of damage. Okay. So, slices through, cuts the head off of the troll, and then just follows through and takes the ogre's head off, too. Just like oh, one big motion. That's what a great sword's all about, I guess. Yeah. 
Alright, so those guys are down, and now we're just dealing with archers. I would like to move 30 feet back towards the archers. Okay, head in that direction, and we go to Hogue. <laughs> Anytime, guys! <laughs> we're coming! <laughs> Hug them. <laughs> Give them hugs! Alright, uh, see 13. Yeah, 13. Spoon them. Make them breakfast in bed. 10 points of damage. This game's getting more absurd. <laughs> with my offhand. Okay. I'll be AC 22. Yep. For five points of damage. And uh, another constitution save for <laughs> Fail it. Fail. Okay. Nickel down. Um, it looks very bloody. And the fr- so you hit it and it's like, Argh! and you hit it again and it's like, and, like, it's just not looking great at all in the first place. And then it just like starts bleeding down with this sort of blackish blood. And... It's really upset with you, but it's still standing, and now it is relapsed turn. I'll do fourth level scorching ray. I'll do two on okay. Hulk and two on the uh, the one on Hulk. I got a natural twenty. Hey. And nineteen, which is twenty six. Yep. Yeah. Both hit. Twelve points. Okay. First one gets him. Oh, okay. And the second one just sort of makes it worse. Um, <laughs> and then it's big like. The, the you know the ballista had been sort of propped down in front of him, but it sort of lands on him after he after he goes down. And then the other one does an eleven hit. It does. Yep. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, another fourteen. Okay. All right. So Corsair's come in, and it's like it's like really confused because it just totally shot you, and it hasn't you know didn't do didn't seem to do much. Well, that brings us to Lucan. Lucan, you have brought your horse that direction. You can see the one at this point. You can see the one remaining archer on the other side of the road from where you are. He's gonna shoot with his longbow at it. Okay. Hey, nat twenty. Hey. hey. Nice. Ten okay. damage. Catch it. It's got an arrow sticking out of his side, and he's like, like com- completely irritated by the fact that it just isn't supposed to be the archer here. And uh, <laughs> now a second attack probably does not allow me for range. No, you can shoot it. Yeah. Yep. You second attack. Yeah, yeah. Here we go. Oh, that's going to be a nine to hit. Nine. Yeah, it'll miss. Yeah. Okay. okay. So the second one goes through. And it's its turn, and it, holding the ballista in its hand, mm-hmm. starts running away. <laughs> oh, okay. Let him go. Follow Let's follow him. So, he ran off, and we'll just, you guys start from this, so you can do whatever healing and little stuff that you need. Yeah, to I'm going to do the, the second one, just to gain a few hit points. So, Relop, you think you see where the trail was for this this big thing as it is blundering through. Okay. Go ahead and roll survival. Shouldn't be too tough. 18. You got him? Yeah, I got him. Thank you for listening to this episode of D4 on the Floor. Please check out our D4 on the Floor website at d4onthefloor.com. That's the letter D, the number four, on the floor.com for more great gaming content. Mm-hmm. Skin the troll and make a cloak out of it that helps you regenerate? <laughs> no. Oh. That's a good idea, though. <laughs> <laughs> no. I, I like the plan, but no. <laughs> Skin the troll. Stupid. Skin the troll's face and give it to hold. That's what the conscience start doing, just to get back a hole for being so mean. Just keep he starts skinning, skinning faces, faces and give them to him. <laughs>
I match your new present. Yeah, that, that sounds like a yeah. very paladin. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's exactly what I say. Totally playing your character. What's your what's your what's your alignment? No, it isn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever you said. Whatever that Remember that divine smite you used to be able to do? You can't do that anymore. It's gone. You guys just like nope. Remember I'm out. Care wounds? You can't do it. Chop and broccoli. <laughs> Playing with Napoli. Cheese. Chopping broccoli. Chopping broccoli. If she wasn't chopping broccoli, she'd be the woman. I didn't know. Okay. God, Dana Carvey's awesome. Yes. Yeah, let's get the jerky out now. Yeah, please. <laughs> oh, whatever. Can't hear the plastic bag is loud. Whatever. No. You don't hear it. Yeah, I do. Liar. <laughs> I've never heard of a recording. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's all right. I just don't do anything. Hey, pull, pull your fine. things out. He'll hear this. You're right. I should let the, our sound quality take a nosedive <laughs> just to prove a point to Brian. Uh-huh. <laughs> you move my jerky. You <laughs> <laughs> move my jerky. You have a hard time by the end of the night. Jeez. <laughs> More salt. <laughs> More salted beans. Gotta get that mouth dry as the desert. Here, open up. <laughs> Don't like hand feed him at the table. It's gross. <laughs> I'm surprised he opened his mouth. Do it like a mama bird. That's disturbing. <laughs> <laughs> mama bird him and I leave. <laughs> is that all it takes? Oh. Yep. Because who else is exhausted? Hulk. Hulk. Staying up all night too. Isn't that like the party? <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah, Rod, we, and I like to party. Wait, he'll call us and party for the night. Kevin, I know you don't party. Him. He likes wine. I do. And scotch. <clears throat> and hard liquor. And ciders and meats. Mm-hmm. And other things people have been doing to get for over the centuries. Pretty much everything <laughs> everything but beer. But everything but beer. Pretty much. And even then, some beers. I like some sours. Lambics are good. I mean, it's not really a beer. It's a fruit beer. <laughs> it's, it's Belgian beer. fruit beer. It is. Halfway to a wine. <laughs> It is it's a, the right yeah. amount of way to wine. I can't believe uh, Anil gave me. Hang on. Excuse me. <laughs> Sorry. I thought I coming on like three sentences ago. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead.